are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. How's everyone doing? What's going on, Sarge? Uh, I'm telling you, man, we're, we're moving at the speed of light. Yeah, just I, we say this every, every week. I know it sounds like a broken record, but it's not a broken record. It's, 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 it's just weeks just fly by. They fly by. Incredible. Uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live here on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, on YouTube.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. If you'd like to support us in any way, shape, or form, there's many ways to do it. Let me go over them for you right now. You can either hit that share, like, subscribe button. Those are the free ways. If you'd like to monetarily help us out, you can use the membership button as little as 99 cents. You can also use the Super Chats. You can do the special thanks. Uh, and there's also, I think... Uh, I think Super Chats is the sticker thing. Uh, so, yeah. So, there's lots of ways. You can also listen to our podcast over on all podcasts where all podcasts can be heard. So, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. You can also watch our our, our podcasts over on uh, Spotify as well. I'm uh, three weeks behind, including this one. Uh, I have to upload those uh, for the podcast. Uh, but other than that... We're here live Thursday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern. We do appreciate it for everyone that comes in live and hangs out with us. Uh, you like to be a part of the live chat? 8 p.m. Thursdays right here on YouTube.com. And if you're after the fact, we do appreciate you also watching these after the fact as well. Hit up the comment section down below. Let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, about the topics on the show, all those things. Let us know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so on today's show's uh show sarge uh we're gonna be talking about what we've been playing got a couple new games and older games that are new again uh we're gonna be talking about disney's streaming service we're gonna be talking about netflix we're gonna be talking about microsoft we're gonna be talking about game pass we're gonna be talking about sony we're gonna be talking about ea we're gonna be talking about square enix uh we're gonna be talking about ubisoft we're gonna be talking about multiverses uh and if we have time we're going, to, we're going to talk to you about games that have been delayed out of this year, which is not a surprise anymore. Um, we're going to talk about those. No. We're going to talk about Grand Theft Auto. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Amazon if we have time. Uh, and we're going to talk about... Uh, yeah, that's it. So the ones we don't get to, we'll, we'll tell you which ones. And you can always look up all the stories that we have in our Discord. Uh, you can also become part of our Discord. It's absolutely free. Uh, and you can link it if you are a member, and then you get all the stuff, uh, other other avenues. Uh, all right. What's going on, Willie? Water. Adam. What's going on, Brain? Super Dave, what's going on? All right. So, Sarge, what have you been playing this this last week? The last seven days <laughs> since last time, what, what games have you been playing? All right, well, before we start, I just want to get a chat's opinion. Has anybody else eaten a junior mint and the mint inside basically sets fire to your throat and you can't breathe. Has this happened to anyone else besides me? Did you get this junior mint from like 
a movie theater? Did you get it it's from not, a guy on the side of the street? No, it, no, no. I'm just saying. Does anybody else no, have that same? It's a, feel, it's a feeling in your throat that the that mint is there, but if for some reason it locks in there and it gives you the feeling that you can't breathe, like it's burning your throat. Anybody else got that besides me? I've never never had that. No. All right. I, All right, I moving on. I did have one time. Actually, it's multiple times when you eat, had pound cake. I had it actually actually happen on stream. I was eating pound cake, and as I was bringing thank it you, Willie. As I was bringing it up to my mouth, I like sucked in and the the little crumbs shot to the back of my throat and I was dying. I was choking to death on a on a pound cake of a speck of like pound cake dust in my back of my throat. True story. Happened on stream. Couldn't talk for like the next 15, 20 minutes. Don't take candies from strangers, <clears throat> Joe says. But Cujo always introduces himself first and then takes the candy. <laughs> Greg says, yeah, I, I usually eat senior mints. <laughs> I'm not, is that a dad joke? We'll, we'll give you, we'll give is, you, is, a, is, is that a dad joke? Give you the, we'll give you the, that's, uh, a, that's a dad, Grebsy five minute ban. <laughs> no dad jokes. Get him out. Five minutes. See you later. Five minutes. Five minutes. That's, 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 that's it's harsh. Like, it's like, it's like fighting. It's like that's, fighting in hockey. That's harsh. You're out. Five minutes. <laughs> You're in the penalty box. That's penalty a, box. Dad jokes. You're out. Dad joke. You're out. All, all right. Sarge, so, what have you been playing? All right. So, first off, I know George probably not here yet, but I, I played. I've been playing Surviving Mars, much to the chagrin of my better common sense, because the game is very difficult. Yeah. Like, I so I difficult I, that every week you've played it now for three weeks in a row, and you you I, hate it so much that you love it. So much because I can only get to a certain point before my colony ends up dying, right? I haven't I haven't reached the point where I have a good, I guess, network. I'm understanding finally the network, and so just as I come over the crest of trying to figure the game out, my colony ends up dying. I'm not saying it's horrible. I'm just saying it's challenging. I like it. I I enjoy it because I imagine us actually like doing that kind of thing, right? Like, like we would, we would send robots there first to like do stuff, and then we would send people. Like, it's almost like it's like a little miniature simulation of what like what will happen in the future, right? Uh, and I like all that like kind of sci-fi stuff, and it's done really well. Uh, a lot of management uh, you have to figure out. You can't just figure out money. It's all kinds of stuff: water, minerals, uh, air. It's crazy. It's crazy the amount of stuff you have to figure out. Um. That's number one. Uh, a sprinkling of Minecraft. Okay. A sprinkling, right? Then I downloaded Two Point Campus. Oh, because how's that? Because I because I, I haven't played Two Point Hospital in a while. I have a question. And I and, and I like the simulation. Is it on Game Pass? It absolutely is on absolutely Game Pass. Absolutely on Game Pass. Okay. Absolutely on Game Pass. Uh. So basically, I'm, I was trying to recreate. The first thing I'm thinking about is like, I'm going to do the Revenge of the Merds movie. That's like that's like the first thing I'm going to do. Like, can I make? Can I make? Nerds. Can I, right? Can I make a fraternity house? Like, is the first thing I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, no, it wants me to do this simulation thing about making money. I'm like, all right, I'll learn how to make money in college, right? So I start looking up how to grow weed. Nope, can't grow weed. Can't I'm grow like, weed in right. college? What the hell? Well, maybe I haven't. Maybe I haven't gotten that far into the game yet. Maybe, right? But it's, I, I got to be honest with you. Like, I don't play a lot of these games anymore. And I'm trying, and I'm trying to fuck up, but I think the game's too easy. 
or, or the learning what curve level or, 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 or the learning I don't, whatever it starts on and i don't touch the setting i just normal right so I, I i'm starting to play it and i'm like all right so i'll do this i'll do this and so it's giving me the illusion that either i'm a genius in business or the game's too easy what's got to be one of those two things and I'm, i don't think it's i'm a genius in business uh, i'm good but not that <laughs> but not as good as this. like i like in the first i guess first six hours like the first college i have is making like a bazillion dollars like I, I can't go wrong like i don't like a building i'd like blow the whole building up and start from scratch because i'm bored i got too much money like that kind of level what uh right? what did you name your college i didn't even know you could name it can you name the college i would i would i would hope you could name your college in a college simulator game uh, i'll i'll go look i'll go look next time i play uh so it is fun right i i really have to say this though once again for xbox right and i have an xbox series x for being on Xbox, the amount of processes that are, are going on in that game, right, right, I almost feel like my Xbox should basically be on turbo and start to melt with the because, X. Yeah, because there's so there, every person on the screen is doing their own thing. Everybody, like, there's nobody just standing around doing a that just standing there, like. They are all doing something. So, like the amount of variables and processes that are happening on the screen, I had my college up to like two or three hundred people. I'm like, I can't believe my Xbox isn't like just shut down. Because normally, like a like in a PC game like that, like it starts to lag out or right. lock lock up. Like, and I'm just like, wow, I'm impressed. I know that sounds stupid, but it is. Like when you got that many things on the screen doing all individual stuff, like I'm impressed, right? So played that for like like the last eight hours. Yeah, I, I downloaded it like last night. I stayed up till like four or five o'clock in the morning because I couldn't turn it. I couldn't turn it off because the game, the way the time is in the game is you go through a school year and then there's the summer break and then you can fix stuff up and then you go back into another school year. So I just kept doing the almighty civilization thing. Right. Just one more turn. Just one more turn. Just one more turn. Can, That's basically what I got, what I got caught in. Can you, can you uh, name individuals? Uh, I, I, I'm, I don't know if you can. I, I, I don't, I don't try that stuff out right away. Like I'm more into the the business aspect of it first. But, um, uh, can can you make like can you charge like astronomical prices for like the textbooks and stuff like that? Okay, well that's that's the other thing is it's it's tuition only. They don't do this whole books. It's like it's not like a whole breakdown. There's like a general it's a general aspect of money. The day-to-day -day expenses, the day-to-day -day purchases of the, of the kids buying food and stuff, and tuition counts for, I guess, all the other stuff, right? And so it's a, it's a giant juggle game between study habits, money, happiness, tire. Like, it's, it's crazy. So once again, it's a lot of stuff going on. So maybe after the first three hours, I finally got, I got into it. Here, uh, it's just fun. I'm putting it on it's the screen fun. so people it's can see, see what it is. So there is two point hospital as well, and there's two point campus. Yeah. So the the good part of the console version is, and I have to give him props to this because it's I'm not playing on PC, I'm playing on console, right? There's a lot of shortcuts for the controller. And I thought it was very impressive that they finally said, Hey, you know what? These guys are on console. We need to help them out a little bit. So you have the ability to make a room, save it, you can copy it. You can copy certain pieces of the room. Mm. You can copy whole buildings to, to move it over to the other side of the campus. To, if you want to, like, if you have a nice building that's already made, you don't have to, like, redo everything all over again. Uh, 
but the little the little you know like the little mechanics and just like following a guy around they do a really nice job like just like they did in the hospital like they do a really nice job of like just it's for shits and giggles it's right. just a fun game uh and then finally uh i got back into the last maybe like four days or so uh hell let loose now of course hell let loose is a it's 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 hit or miss. Let's just put it that way, right? Hell Let Loose is hit or miss, right? So the new update did go through, right? The Russian maps are there, right? The APC patch is there with the uh, weapon mods the, that went in. Uh, so uh, I got the settings from a guy who plays console exclusivity. I copied his uh, his settings for his controller and and uh, for the system, and it runs beautiful. Like peeking corners, uh, quick shots, uh, squat shots. You know, like and you like peek a corner, like behind the cover. Um, it's moving a lot better. I think the last update did some things for the Xbox that the uh, stability's better. Remember when we played it uh, in the beginning screen? It had that strobe effect, and it was causing seizure to some people. They actually yeah. had to have it put a warning on there, right? It doesn't do that anymore. So they did a lot of cleanup. Uh, the good news is, is that when they when they installed the Russians. Oh, the Soviets, or so excuse me, the Soviet army. Uh, the 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 classes you don't have to start from scratch. So, like whatever classes you've been playing with your guys, those are the levels of the guys in the Russian army. Like, so you don't have to like redo riflemen or redo the assault guy. Like, thank God. I got you. Right. Right. So, I once again, last couple of days, it's it's almost like this little tiptoe dance you have to do, right? So I get in. I look to see who's got a lock on their squad. I don't bother them right away. And then I'll pick a squad where I see a guy that's named after some kind of military thing, right? Anybody who picks officer and is named after some kind of military thing, I'm going with the assumption that he wants to play, right? I know this is my mentality. Stick with me. So I jump in, and the first thing I pick is either support or medic depending on how late in the game it already is. Like if yeah. I'm in at the beginning, I pick support, right? And then all I say to the guy is, I go, mic check. They'll say something. I say squad leader rally point. We go to the rally point. And then if it's a guy who wants to play, he immediately starts going into, right, we're, go we're going, this is what we're, we're going doing. to this point. We're going to this yeah. point, right? We're going to drop out the supplies. We're making a garrison here. We're going to go over here. And then the other guys, all of a sudden you'll start to hear them start talking, right? So, I stay quiet. I'm just following orders. Then I start get, they start asking me questions and I and I I play the I play the defensive card. I say, "Listen." I said, "I'm just a, I'm just a private. I just I just do the supplies. I'm not I'm not I'm not in charge. I don't know where anything goes. I'm here to I'm right. here to take orders." Right. Right? So, we're going to play. We we make it through a match, right? We did really well. We're like one of the top squads. Next time he starts, I can see right away. He starts the squad, and the same guys immediately go to him right away. Right, and so that's that's how you know, right? Because you want to play with someone. Look, yes. Hell Let Loose, just like any other. People like playing role playing games, but they what they really don't know is like Battlefield back in the day was a role playing game. Like Squad is a role playing game. Hell Let Loose is a role playing game. Yes, it's a first person shooter, but if you're with a group, you want a leader and you want a squad that listens to their leader and that's it. You're, you're right. You're pretending and yet you are in a battle. I, I'm not trying to, not trying to be an asshole or anything. Right. Like, we're just, we're in the game. Right. I, I love right. hell at loose. I got to get back into it. I got to get back into it. 
to me, this is exactly what we wanted Battlefield to go, and it, it went completely the opposite direction. Now, I, I admit to you that the movement of the game is a little slower. It's more methodical. Yeah, so you it's have, very you slow have times. To, you have to check corners. You can't just run out in the open. Like you, there's, a, there's, a, there's a way to play this game. It's not like a Battlefield game, right? So we go through the second battle, right? And we were just... He got a squad because he, he was on, on mic with the other squad leaders, right? And so he paired up with another squad that happened to be the, doing the same thing that we were doing, right? And once that happened, the whole match changed, right? Before it was a slugfest. All of a sudden, it was like, boom over here, boom over here, fall back for defense, boom over here. Like, and it was beautiful because you can hear him talking. He'd be like, he would say stuff like, pull back from, pull back from the point, artillery coming in, right? So we'd wait. The artillery strike would come down, and then he'd like push. We'd all push in. All of a sudden, a tank would come up on the flank. Like they're talking. You could tell that right. they're talking to each other, right? And so we steamrolled, right? So then he says he's got to go, right? And I said, all right. So the next match, I jump in as squad leader. And then, of course, my complete demeanor changed entirely. Like now I'm the guy in charge, right? Right. So now I talk in small, quick sentences. I give out directions and numbers, and that's it. I don't talk about my dog, my cat, right? <laughs> what shows I'm watching. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm in the game. That's it. So all of a sudden, the chattering, the chatting in the squad all of a sudden stops, and they, and they start doing the same thing without you telling them. Right. Without you telling yeah, them. It's, it's, it's a... it, becomes, it becomes a really immersive experience when you're in there. And then you can always tell if you did a good job or not because either they give you the finger, right, or they cut, or, right. or, or they come or back into your squad. Accommodations, right, right, or all the accommodations go to you, right, right. And then when I ended the session, I ended, I started like eight o'clock or nine o'clock. I ended like two o'clock in the morning because if you didn't know this about first-person shooters on the weekdays, the diehards are on between eight and midnight. Yeah, right. And at midnight, if a game it, it ends shifts. around midnight, it the game the drop. You see everyone just start dropping, right? <laughs> gotta work. And then, gotta go to work. Yeah, gotta go to work. And then there's one more or two more servers that are still busy because that's central time. Right. So you got like maybe one more right. or two more games you can squeeze in, and then they drop, and then that's over. Because then, then you're playing with West Coast people, and then the, the the it doesn't run as smooth. You know, when you're not running no, the I know same. You, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. So... I get done with the session. I go to log. I, I go to log off. I go back to the main screen. Twelve requests. Twelve friend requests yeah, for the you, game. Yeah, because once you find I, someone, that once you find the yeah. group. Yeah, and so now basically what I'm trying to do. Well, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get a big enough group to where no matter what day I'm on, somebody, somebody's on. Yeah, well, last right? time we played Hell Let Loose, which was like last year sometime. It, we had a group like every time we were on you couldn't get in i couldn't get in with you you're like yeah, it's full you gotta wait till the next game right and then i would get in the game okay, get in get in right and then you would have two groups and you'd be in a party and then they all go what i really like about hell at loose is that if you have multiple groups or multiple squads the two leaders talk to each other and that's what i like it's not 12 people all talking to each other it's just the squad and oh, squad yeah. and then it's just the 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 two heads talking to each other which when i like it's it's such it's such a hot cold thing though. It, I you can't have you can't have like the best experience every time. But if you prepare correctly for who you're supposed to play that game for, 
and you have guys that want to play the game, and I don't mean just play to win, but play the play the game. You get into some really, really interesting gunfights and yeah. communication, and like like you'll actually be calling people out, talking to somebody, and like a guy will show up to help. Like a guy will pull up on a tank, and he's like. This squad's in trouble. That's we another need to thing go I over like. here. Yeah, tank and squad kinda, comes in. They just come rolling yeah. up. They know you're in trouble. Like you're, even though it's a game, right? You're playing the one life you have as serious as possible because right. you don't come back for like a minute, right? You're 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 gone for a while, so the respawn time is bad to some people. You're not just right back in the action, so it's more methodical. But it's so it's so good. Yeah, when it's when good, it's good. Yeah. But when you're but when you're with a bunch of guys but who when don't you're with a shit, bunch of idiots, let's just call oh it what my, it is. Yeah. Oh my god, bro. It goes it goes so bad so quickly. Somebody throws out some kind of racist remark or some bullshit statement, and the whole thing just catches fire. <laughs> it's like like Jesus. And like, all right, next server. That one's that <laughs> one's dead. It's it's like going to Vegas and, and finding a hot table. Like a hot craps table. You know what I mean? If you if you find a cold one, just get the hell out of that one, move on. But if you find a hot table, you sit there and you play that you play that hot table until it's until it's done. That's where you, hell it loose is. When you play that game, though, it's you have to. And I, I will stress this: make sure that you have a really good headset because that's like everything. And make sure the settings on your headset are set up correctly because sound very important in that game. Like I got to the point I've been playing for so long now that when I hear the artillery shell come in, I basically just stop moving because I know it's hitting me. Like I know that's the one. Like because you know what I mean. There's like there's like a distance. There's like a spacing for the sound, right? And if I hear the spacing correctly, I'm like, up, oh, I'm done. And sure enough, I'd be dead. Sometimes if you're lucky, like if you're near a foxhole or right. a building or something, and you dive next to the building, you'll live. You'll take a hit, but you'll live. But just the 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 thrill, like you, I, I know this sounds morbid, but the thrill that you know you're about to die, like you get a little nervous, like you, you get like a little cold sweat. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking dead, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Corp, are you uh in the UK? Is that where you are? You're in Europe, I would assume. What five hours? Five hours difference. Who is? He says it's it's three a.m. here. He says the hell that's normal online gaming. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, if he wants <laughs> to play with the, with the Americans, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure they've got a they got a, a a very hardcore group in Europe. Oh yeah, hell, hell, squad yeah. and hell it loose for no. sure. Europe, I've watched the videos. Europeans, uh, when it comes to war games and when it comes to simulation games, is very hardcore over there. And very they're and they're there. and they're very nationalist, like very yeah. Like the Brits are the Brits and the Germans are the Germans, and they talk shit to each other even though it's fun. Yeah. yeah. It, it's 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 almost a little uncomfortable sometimes. Like that, I can hear them talking <laughs> to each other, and it's like I can't tell because European British humor, especially, but like European humor, I love British humor, like European humor is different than, than than American humor. And so the way the Brits are talking to the Germans, and and not to put down German people, but you know that they don't have the best of like sense of humor, right? So like they're the way that they joke is completely different. And so I I'm in a server, and sometimes I I'm a, I get apprehensive. I'm like. Is this is this is this is this gonna be friendly? I can't tell. Like you can't tell by the way that they're talking. It's like it's very proper, but a cut down and a joke, and like you don't know. It's it's almost comical for me. I and I try not to get involved, but I love I love the British humor, and I love and I love it especially when they have like 
some Scottish guys, some Irish guys, and some Brits like from from England, and like they're all yelling at each other, and all the accents are going on. It's it's priceless. It's like I feel like I'm in a war movie. It's 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 a it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. All right, I'm uh, looking for I'm looking for a club. Is what I'm looking for. I'm looking on the on the club servers. I'm looking to see if I can find a club to join. You could find them. I'm not sure they're out there. Uh, what I've been I've been playing. I played Sea of Thieves. Uh, since last week, I've been I've been playing Sea of Thieves. I've been playing a brand new game that came out called Tower of Fantasy, and I've been playing the 2K21 uh golf. Right. So I'll start with the golf first. 2K21 golf. I've been playing a lot of Divot Derby, which is the uh, last week I compared it to what the golf game, the Super Rocket Turbo Golf Racing, whatever came out. That that whole mode was boring. Rocket League. Rocket right? League. Yeah, it's not Rocket League. I don't want to insult Rocket League because it's not Rocket League. It's uh, Rocket League. It's not Rocket League. Rocket League is actually Rocket good. League. No, Rocket League. If I is showed good. you, if, if I showed you both games side by side, you it's would just a car hitting a ball. That's that's yeah, basically. That's it. But Divot Divot Derby. I've been I've been winning. I got like seven. I got three, seven, eight, eight wins. I think now in Divot Derby. It's just a fun little game mode to play. You get good XP. It's it's constant. I have my strategy. I don't want to tell my strategy, and everyone else will start doing it. I, I have my strategy. It works out well. Okay, and and it's just it's such a simplistic game mode because you're just trying to get the ball to the hole as fast as possible. Okay, and there's a timer going down. Whoever gets in the hole first, you get thirty seconds to get the the ball in for the rest of the, everybody else. Just a really little nice little fun game mode, and plus we have a group. That plays 2K21. Our next round uh, started today or yesterday. It goes for six days. So we have that every week until next year. Every week, there's going to be a new a new course that's up there, and you can come in for fun and just and just play. So 2K uh, PGA Tour 2K21. That's what I played. How many How many guys are? are there's only five of us right now. There's only five of us right now. Uh, but hopefully, it'll get bigger and, and more people will join in. Um, another game is the Sea of Thieves. Now, Sea of Thieves. I'm really enjoying Sea of Thieves again, right? I'm playing with my son. He played when he was younger, but doesn't remember. And now he's like interested in it. So he doesn't play and help me a lot. He's basically. Well, I was, I was, I was going to say, if he, if he plays the same way he does in, in, yeah, in, in Minecraft, Minecraft you're, yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah. So in Sea of Thieves, I have a dog, right? And I named it after our dog. So all he does is play with the dog inside the game. He shoots him out of the cannon. He grabs him and carries him around. Meanwhile, I'm fighting the forts by myself. I'm steering the ship by myself. And he's like, he's like, I want a bigger ship. I'm like, I'm not getting a bigger ship. I was like, I'm 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 gonna control one sail, not two or three. Right. So uh, but I'm having a lot more fun because one, I'm already a pirate legend. I've been a pirate legend since year one or whatever it was, like eight months after. Uh they have the captains where you can name your ship now. And when you have your ship and you can name your ship, you can also put money towards where you keep the same uh, decorations, the same exactly. So your ship, like right now, my ship, I haven't repaired it yet. I refuse to repair it. Got battle scars, baby. I've been in so many battles, okay? I'm missing, and I haven't sunk, and I haven't sunk, okay? I have wood as my as my uh, my st- my uh, captain stand, whatever, right? Or the uh, the steering wheel. I have wood placed in the spots because it got blown up, and I just keep replacing the wood. Uh, my capstan has got wood replacements. So, so, but if you get hit by a bomb, it blows all the wood panels off, yeah, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so you you could go down in a second. Yeah. If someone so puts I the have in the right spot. My, my bottom of my boat. It looks like it looks like Swiss cheese. I got all the wood, and every time I log in, it's exactly the same. It doesn't change anymore. You have to repair it. 
You have to use gold to repair so, it. So, so when you mean, what do you mean by repair? You mean like you have to, the you have wood to panels it. over the hole, right? The yeah, wood panels the wood over the panels hole, over the hole but the outside, you can see where the hole is still, right? Oh, and you're I, talking about you're talking about that you can actually repair it like new. Yes, you have to repair. Oh, you have to repair okay. it. Okay. If you don't okay. repair it, okay. If you don't repair it, then it it stays the same. Okay. If it sinks, you get a brand new boat. But after your battle, right. and at the end of the day, if you don't repair it, you come back the next day, it's still the exact same. They, so, is, so they keep it that way. Yes. That's cool. I, yeah. I think that's it. Because then you get to see how, how much crap you've been through. Yeah, it's it's, right? it's and fun. Then once you're, and once your boat looks like Swiss cheese, at that point, you just raise the pirate flag and you just become a pirate. Well, there's also a book on the inside. It's got the captain's log, right? And the and then when the people get it, so you can come on my boat if you're a person that's sinking me. It'll it'll float to the top of the water like a treasure, and then they can turn that in for for actual like XP and and gold and stuff. But they can also look at your book and see like how much money you gained that day, who was on your crew, how many oh, nautical it's miles. Like a, it's like a it's like a 16th century yeah. hack. It's it's it it shows you how many nautical miles you've traveled. Um, it's, it's 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 identity theft and in then, the 14th century. And then it also does how many days have you been uh before since your last boat sank. Right, like in-game days, like in-game days. So it's it's fun that way. They also have a lot of milestones and alignments. Now, I did this on stream. I was like, some of the things. Keep in mind that these these milestones and align and, and align um alignments or allegiance, whatever, are not to be completed in like one afternoon. Okay, this is for the life of the game. So my my biggest concern, or not concern, my biggest downfall is it's not retro, uh, retroactive. So I've played for four years, off and on, right? I played for two years solid uh, in the beginning. When did it start? When did it start counting? Uh, last week. Oh God! Right. So last oh, week. God. So all the miles I did, or all the fish I got, or all the chests I turned in, that's still happening for the older stuff. But for right. the for the book and for every all, all the milestones, it, it started over again. So I was a little upset about that, right? Okay. So. I really, I really like how they do the milestones, though. Like everything keeps track. Everything gets you XP. Everything gets you uh, on your on your plunder pass. So here's good improvements that they did in Sea of Thieves. If I go to an island and just dig up a chest or find a ruby or find a skull, it gets logged in. I get credit for it. It puts XP on my plunder pass. So I get ancient runes. I get uh, doubloons. I get gold. I get cosmetics. That's just for the free pass, right? If you buy the plunder pass, you get other ancient ancient uh, coins to, as well. But now if I'm taking my treasure back and I get sunk, I don't feel like I've lost a lot of stuff now. Yeah, I might have lost 20 grand, 20 grand, 50 grand, 100 grand. But I didn't waste my time because I'm still getting XP for all the stuff I had or put on my boat. I still get XP for my plunder pass. I'm still getting a little bit of gold from the plunder pass as you level up. So there's a lot of things you can do. They also go ahead. You were going to ask something. Yeah, I was going to ask. So it, there's the Kraken, there's the yep. shark, shark, and then there's the pirate boats that come out of the water. Yep, lots. Is of Is there them. something? Is there something else that happens now? Besides yeah, there's those? there's storms, there's ghost ships, there's ghost forts, there's skull forts, there's mermaids, there's mermaid cat like uh 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 kingdoms underneath the water. Uh, there's so many like. There's so much stuff to do now. Like, Sea of Thieves, when it came out, was like No Man's Sky when it came out. There's like nothing in boring sure. as fuck. 
right now you could just go to a bat you don't even need a you don't even need a, a voyage just sail to an island and just explore the island you will find crates chests rubies you'll get attacked by uh mer, mer people and what's great about that is the only way you could have got the rubies before or the emeralds or the um the, the sapphires was finding the statues but now they there's actual bad guys for the mer, the mer people and they come onto the land or fight you in the water okay and when you kill them they drop those things so now you can okay. you get a lot more of those to level up faster they also added they also yeah. added the sovereigns which is a a, a new faction, but they're only there to help people that are captains. If you're a captain, they only talk to captains. So if you're on my captain crew, like if you're part of my ship, you can turn stuff into them. But if you're not a captain, you cannot turn stuff into them. You have to be a captain, right? Okay. Uh, so super easy if you're a captain now. You can go grab your stuff, bring it to this purple tent, and just drop everything off to them. So do you have, is it still just the three ships? What's that? Is there still just the three ships? Yes, there's just three ships still. There's the three sloop, ships, still. the the brigantine, and the and the and the galleon. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's just they've done a lot a lot of cool things with it. Uh, I feel like they've changed the storms. I feel like the storms are stronger for some reason or bigger. Um. Do you see the storms on the map? Like, no, you, you see don't see how the storms big on the they map, are. But you they you do, just you're just in them. They're random. They go around. I used to think they were like in a pattern, but they're not. It, it kind of just moves around the map. I was terrified. It's like, it's the like first a couple times. It's like a Roomba. If you ever let your vacuum go randomly, that's how the storm is in Sea of Thieves. But when I when I played it when I when I actually played in the beginning, like the storms freaked me out because like I don't like being like in the middle of nowhere on this little boat in a giant storm and the boat's about to sink. Like it gives me anxiety. Even right. though it's a video game, it gives me anxiety. So I'm like, if once that once or twice we were in like a really bad storm. And we and remember it was a really bad storm and we were fighting the damn skeleton guys. Yeah. Right, and so it was a nightmare. It was like, <laughs> it was almost like the battle from the pirate movie. This was another cool thing they added, Sarge, and uh, we'll move on in a little bit. See uh, these like there's these forts. There's these Spanish ghost forts that they put into the map now. Right. So are they random? Or are they always no, there? No, they're always there. Right. Well, they're not active, or they could be active. They're always at. Well, they're active until you beat it, and then it takes like ten minutes, and then they active again. Okay. So you roll up on them, and it's a it's a fort. And there's a door underneath the water at one end, like a cage, and you, you have to open that to get the, the loot out, okay? So you roll up your boat right on the edge of that. Keep your, keep your harpoon, like, right pointed into there, okay? Or fix it after. But then you get on there, and there's just wave after wave of these ghost pirates that come and attack you, okay? While you're shooting them, they drop ammo pouches, so you don't have to look for ammo anymore, which is actually a really good improvement. So you pick up an ammo pouch, and you can just keep firing and stuff like that. There's still ammo boxes everywhere. There's also the food, lots more food, bananas, mangoes, uh, coconuts, tomatoes. There's a lot more. Oh, there's more food now. Yeah, it's been it's been in the game for a while, but there's a lot more. Each yeah, but bananas what? are the worst. Bananas so what is worst. it? Just just how much of the health bar they, they yes. bring back? Uh, okay. uh, mangoes give you almost full health. Tomatoes, it's like two tomatoes get you full health. Um, bananas, you have to eat like fifteen bananas to to try to get full health. But you can actually open cabinet doors now and like chests and different things. Like before you had the chests, but now when you go into a, um, these forts, there's, there's lock boxes and doors and chests and cabinet doors. And inside you want to search everything because you'll right. find little box uh, bags of gold. And now when you get the gold, you can just pick it right up and it goes into your gold account. Okay. So this is another cool thing. So 
You don't have to bring the chest back to to get the gold. You're finding gold as you're there. So if someone comes now and kills me, you might pick up a little bag of gold. It might be like 60 gold or 100 but gold you don't, or 200 gold. But you don't gold. have all those chests. So the loss isn't as severe anymore. Well, no, no. Trying there, to tell me? No, no. What I'm saying is the loss is not as severe because as I'm doing it, I'm picking up gold and that gold is going into my account right away. Okay. Oh, so it's not like you have to bring it all the way back and right. put it in. The so, they got, so, they, so, they, so they got rid of that part of it. No, no, no. The chests and stuff are still there. So now they added. So once you're done with the wave, the captain of the fort drops a key. Take that key, go downstairs, and you can open up the big, uh, the big door that all these chests and stuff. And there's piles of gold. Okay, so the first thing you do is pick up the gold because that goes directly I to love you. Gold. Okay, then you pick up the ghost chests and all these other chests, and then you put them on this little elevator and you drop the elevator down, and put it towards the door where you unlock the gate and the gate drops down. Okay, and then you sh you harpoon everything into your into your boat. Okay, I've been doing them solo by myself. It's actually quite easy. Oh, so instead of you having to pick stuff up, you just have it your boat harpoon. positioned you just properly. Harpoon you just harpoon yeah, everything. you just harpoon everything. But if you if you do a, a good job and you search the whole fort, you'll find another key. Then you go up to the top of the fort, and there's another room that you can open up, okay? And there's more treasure in that room as well, okay? Read. So, Read. Right. And then here's a cool part as well. Inside the forts, on three of the four floors, there's trap doors that you can open up. So if you're by yourself, you can just grab it and then chuck it down the trap door and then go down to the next floor. So if you have 15 things and you're just dropping them, instead of running down the stairs the whole time to get back to your boat, you just drop it down the, the thing. And then you drop down, then do the next trap door and so on and so forth. So if you do one of these forts by yourself, you can get a good 15, 20 different chests, skulls, gold, chalices, all this stuff. Harpoon it all onto your ship and then go turn it into the, the Sovereign. They've done a really good job now. The bad parts about this is like stupid things like, hey, uh, you got to sleep for an hour as part of a milestone. And when you sleep in this game, it literally makes the screen black, right? So it's just black, <laughs> like just black. I'm in the game. Nothing's on the screen. I'm sleeping in the game. And I have to sit there for 60 actual minutes to move that milestone up. Okay. Stop. Stop no, I'm, I'm being dead serious. Stop. <laughs> Then there's other ones where you're you're fishing uh, or sitting doing nothing, and these are milestones to do. Now, obviously, you don't have to but do doing them. doing nothing is a milestone. Mile, yeah, doing nothing is a milestone. Resting is the actual milestone. Yeah. So you just can't go AFK. You have to actually sit there looking at a blank screen for an hour. Yeah, that's that's it. But here's the thing: my my Xbox will go to sleep before. You know what I mean? It, it goes to sleep after like 20, 30 minutes. So you have to like, how shut do you, that how off do you... and. Yeah, but so how do you how do you hit the button without waking yourself up? I don't know. How do you move the controller without waking? That's that's mental. How do you how do you move the controller to keep yourself from, from going to sleep mode, but not unsleep yourself for the game? Imagine <laughs> you're like minute fifty nine and you hit the you bump the controller and you wake up. Well, no, it's 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 cumulative. It's oh, it's, cumulative. oh, it's cumulative. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, it's cumulative. Oh, okay. So if you rest okay. every day for one minute, you get. You get sixty, right. you know, sixty days later, whatever. All right, I got it now. I, for a second, I thought it was like a real, yeah. real asinine type oh, of thing. Oh, here's like, another I, thing: you want to start fires, you have to get wood, and then you have to start the fire. Okay, you have to make, you have to make fire now, right? Like to cook your fish and stuff, like on an island and stuff, right? There's little, little things. I'm telling you, Sea of Thieves is just a little bit off of what they're supposed to do. And and uh, Lono brought up something that I think he he watched someone else's video, and then he brought up a good point. He said. Everyone's always been bitching about the PvP as the problem with this game. And 
I I agreed with that at the time and said, yeah, PvP, like, if I'm playing with my son and someone comes over to us, like, if they're going to attack us, I usually just, I'm like, yeah, just take our gold, whatever. That's fine, because I'm not going to fight you because my son's not going to help us, right? He just wants to go for gold. So there's some people that are just a-holes that'll kill you if you have nothing. They're just like, well, I'm going to kill you, and they kill you, and you're like, all right, well, this is this is not fun, right? Because they'll kill you and then they'll wait and come and kill you again and kill you again because they're just that's what they want to do. They want to they want right. to feed off the bottom feeder, right? They they want to kill the lowest I got denominator. It. The other people that you actually talk to, you're like, "Hey, hey, I'm playing with my son, you know, I, I you know, you could take our gold or whatever." And some of them are like, "No, that's cool, man. You can keep it." Or they'll take like a random chest and then they'll let you have something so my son can enjoy the game, right? But at the same time, it's not the PVP problem. It's the PVE is the problem in a PVP game. And what I mean that by that is that to go do a PVP event or PVE event, it's all the risk and all the reward, okay? Where PVP players attacking people is no risk and all reward, okay? So they've done a pretty damn good job in Sea of Thieves since the beginning to now where if I'm by myself or with my son playing, we can get gold by finding the bags of gold or piles of gold and just getting that gold. We can get XP by just doing the plunder pass. We can get gold from doing the plunder pass. We get milestones and stuff, so you don't feel like you're wasting your time with the stuff because the gold is not the like the all one-all be-all because you're still getting the stuff. And you're still getting rewards. You're still getting cosmetics if you get XP to go through the, the battle or the plunder pass. So, yeah, but, the sen but the sense of urgency used that you used to have when you, you still have it chess on the chess on your boat hope praying to god you nobody still, finds you before you have to put that stuff away you still have it you still you still have when i see another boat in the back i'm like we gotta go let's get in there because <laughs> I, I it's a goal like you i have 30 right. chests on my thing i i i don't want to lose it right right so we actually this happened to us we got this fort a boat was coming. I was like, we got to go. So I waited behind the fort so he couldn't see us, right? I, I, I was like playing it. It was a Reaper ship. The Reaper ship, I don't know if they saw us or not, but they went by us. So I went back. So is it, wait, wait, stop, stop before you get crazy. Is a Reaper ship a human guy or a yes, computer? Yes, you can put a Reaper flag up and you can see them on the map. And they're PvP. They're just coming out to kill whoever. They're pirates. Yes, true they're pirates. pirates. Okay, so I, I start going the opposite direction. We're home free, right? We got 35 chests on our ship, and I'm like, all right, cool. We, we escaped them. A fucking Kraken attacks us, and we're stuck. And, of course, my son doesn't know what to do because he's never seen a Kraken before. He's like, this is awesome. Ah! And he got sucked into the thing. He's like, you got to help me, Dad. And I'm bailing out the water, and I'm hammering things. By, 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 by yourself. Right, by myself. By yourself. Right, he's stuck in the Kraken. We have 30, 35 chests on the boat. The, the Kraken then wraps his arm around our sloop. Oh, and God. I'm not doing enough damage to get it off, and just it just sinks, and we lose everything. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, that was God. fun, right? No, but, but it was fun. It was fun. I know, it I was know. fun because but, I I no. escaped from them from the Reaper ship, and then it just happened to be that the Kraken came out and got us. Right? There's there's so many good things. There's like these uh, world events that happen. There's um, boat events that happen. Just random skull uh, skeleton ships, big ones, small ones. It's just a really good time it is it is it's a good time much better if you have a, a, a full crew but still enjoyable as a solo player i'm still having a good time playing by myself even when i have somebody uh so 
that's my my time in in Sea of Thieves. And then one more game I've been playing, which I've been playing for the last six hours on stream, is Tower of Fantasy. Okay, which is a gotcha game, Sarge. Okay, it's a complete another ripoff of Genshin Impact. And I found out because I played a little bit yesterday, right on stream last night, and I played a little bit today on stream, and I played a little bit after on uh you know off stream and i noticed that i'm level 24 and i'm like doing things but yet i'm not getting xp and i'm like why am i not getting xp i was like this doesn't make sense so i find out that tower of fantasy has a max cap per day okay so the max cap you can get on your first day whenever that whenever you start is 18 okay the second day is max 24 okay the third day you can only go up three levels from 24 to 27 day four right let me let me just bring this up to you so you can so you can see what's 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 happening here okay you can only go up a small amount look day four to five is only two levels day five to six is levels right then it gets down to one level when you get to level 20 day 23 level 50 50 to 51 51 to 52 53 to 54 it goes all the way up to 70 sarge it takes 88 days to get to max level okay no so let me tell you no let me tell you something i no. was was past tense was enjoying myself Okay, with this game, the animation, the fighting, the exploration. I didn't. I didn't partake in any of the the gotcha stuff. Okay. I was just playing for the story, which I still can do. Okay, I can play just for the story. But man, when I noticed my XP not going up, and then I saw this online i was like why am i going up in in xp i was like are you fucking kidding me they are trying because it's a free-to-play game they want you to come back every single day to go oh you know what the first week wasn't bad but week two i'm not going up any levels and i really want to get these orbs so i can unlock these weapons that we can get from rolling the dice at the loot boxes basically because you roll for characters and weapons Right? The, the character is the weapon, and you can either be that character with the weapon, or you can just take the weapon and put it on your character. Okay? And boy, boy, am I done with this game. Now, I will play it casually, just to go through the like off-stream, just to play through the story, but I don't give two shits about this. I am not logging in every day so I can go up three levels, then two levels. But then see, one level. Yes, but you see you see how the industry is changing the tactic. It's about keeping you in the game every day for an X number of minutes or an hour or whatever it is every day. Right? Right. Oh, once again, everybody only has a certain amount of time to play games. They are now trying to figure out what games a person plays, how long they play it for, and trying to tune their game for those people. That's exactly <laughs> what they're doing. 
Craig says, the fantasy was thinking you were just going to earn XP and level as if it was a regular game. That's right. That's right. Here's the worst part. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I opened chests and stuff because I was doing, uh, I was exploring. And when you open up a certain amount of chests, I'm not getting XP for those. Okay. Well, those chests, once you open them, don't refresh. That's it. So I just opened a whole bunch of chests today that are not coming back. So I can't get that XP. Okay. I was like, I was like, why video game industry do you have to ruin it for me? Right. So it was a good, it was a good, it was a good six hours, Sarge. It was a good six hours. Uh, I mean, power I, I, fantasy. I, I think that the Asian developers have really got the butt jiggle for their female heroines down really well now. Like you're watching the person run third person the entire time, and not once have I heard anyone complain that this game should be in first person. It's amazing how no one complained that it's not first person. Look, right, I, right, right, right. Well, I'm like the, that's. I I I gotta say though, I like a tall girl. So when they have the, those big legs, the, those big legs. What I want to know is, what I want to know is, where's Bubblegum Crisis? <laughs> if there's if they're if they're so good now at these. Uh, anime games, then I want Bubblegum Crisis to come out as a video game. The the problem, the game itself didn't do anything special, but it was a fun time playing the game. And look, I know I'm a completely different gamer than everybody else that's like, oh man, I love this. I'm going to play it. Have fun. But I want to play a game where I put it in, start it up, launch it, and if I want to sit there for eight hours to level up my character... And then not touch it for a week. That's what I'll do. But right. per day, you can only get a certain amount of level. I'm good. Th thanks for thanks for showing me the game. Uh, but uh, we're we're done. I knew something like this was going to happen. Hence why I said I wasn't starting a guild. I wasn't starting a class. If someone wants to start it, go ahead. I'll join you. You'll be fine. I said, but I probably don't see myself before I even loaded it yesterday. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be playing this very long. And boy, was I right. Six hours later, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. So that's what I've been playing, Sarge. I've been playing uh, gotcha that was, games. That, that was an hour of what we were playing, bro. Yeah, it's good. That's fine. Now let's get to now let's get to the uh, to the top stories, shall we? All right. So Disney's streaming service passes Netflix in the overall subscriptions. Uh, quarterly earnings call, Walt Disney Company announced massive growth in subscribers, making it bigger player than Netflix. Now, I just want to say this, Sarge, go back when Disney Plus started up during the COVID era. I said that they would hit $100 million in their first year, which they did. And I said, within three years, they will beat Netflix for subscribers. And sure enough, they have done it. Yes, it might not be in the traditional way, but they did do it. So, it's been a good year for Disney Plus so far. The service launching exclusive films and television shows and acquiring millions of additional subscribers. Its quarterly earnings call on Wednesday, Walt Disney Company announced that the popular streaming service had added a whopping 14.4 million subscribers over just the last quarter. This brings a uh, glomerate overall streaming subscription close to 221.1 million, making it bigger than the streaming giant Netflix. Now, over the past three years, Disney Plus has grown steadily, developing a loyal user base one series at a time. And the, Marvel, uh, the various Marvel Studios series and films have played a huge role on bringing the new subscribers and streaming service in the past year. 
With this latest quarter complete, the Disney Plus subscriber numbers currently stand at 152.1 million, which is still doesn't match up to Netflix numbers. But considering Disney has other services to offer under the rather large umbrella, the conglomerate by, uh, has bypassed the streaming service that has ruled the market for years. Now, while Disney Plus makes up a major chunk of the conglomerate streaming subscriptions, Hulu, Star, and ESPN Plus contribute to the overall number. Hulu is currently said to have 46.2 million subscribers, whereas ESPN Plus stands at 22.8 million. And Disney Plus numbers also include the figures from Disney Plus uh, Hotstar, a collaboration between Disney and Star India's streaming service. Netflix, on the other hand, reported 220.67 million global subscribers in the last quarter uh, meeting after the losing almost 1 million subscribers. So while the conglomerate uh, celebrates the, uh, the achievement, there are also some changes coming to Disney Plus that affect the numbers negatively moving forward. Disney recently lost streaming rights to cricket matches within the Indian market, which is bound to affect the streaming numbers. And additionally, the price pricing plans for Disney Plus are also changing. So they're 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 moving up in price as well. So what do you think of this, Sarge? What do you uh, think well, of uh, why, Disney surpassing why, Netflix? Uh, technically, why you, but. Yeah, but why why is it you're allowed to pick whatever numbers you want now? I don't get concrete numbers. I'm going to add whatever numbers I can to make myself look good. Or I'm going to leave out numbers if they look my like the facts are the facts. Right. What are the Disney Plus numbers? Do they tell you what Disney Plus just, numbers just one, are? 154. 152.1. Okay. 152.1. Okay. They're not just trying to, they're not combining everything together and saying that's why it's 154. No, 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 no. 151 is just Disney Plus. Okay. But with 22.8 and 46.2 million from Hulu and ESPN Plus, they surpass, uh, they surpass okay. Netflix. I mean, it, it, it's bound to happen. Because it's Disney. Right. Well, they're, how, how, however, they're, they're combining a whole bunch of stuff, though. Right. However, is what is their retention? Right. We, we are just we are just now coming out of the coof. Right. People are getting back to work. That kind of nonsense is over. You're not going to be home all day long, 24 seven. So I think once people start realizing the pinch because of the economic conditions and how much money you're spending outside. That if I can cut back on certain things, depending on what I have, what's the retention? It, right? if, if they retain those numbers for the next year or two, then I'll be impressed. Well, but I, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to hold on to them. Here's the crazy part. In the article, it says because the Marvel shows, this has been huge raise. No. Captain Marvel, I'm sorry, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel had the lowest ratings at 750,000 people watching it. Okay. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. There's 156 million people with a subscription model. Yeah, but to them, that's a lot of people. I don't know what you're talking Hawkeye about. Hawkeye made 1.8. What you, what you haven't made realized. made 1.8. Loki made 2.5. <laughs> These are what, terrible numbers. These are terrible what, numbers. Okay, but see, you're living in your truth. I'm really, you're, I'm living you're in not, reality. You're not, you're not living in Hollywood's truth. In Hollywood's truth, those numbers are good. And good means something different to them. That's what that is, right? Even though in the real world, those are horrible numbers, if, in their world, those are really good numbers. If I, and if I keep saying, if I keep telling you the really good numbers, <laughs> if I keep telling you the really good numbers, then everybody else who weighs out shows and, and advertisements thinks that they're also good numbers. If, if I have a school play and there's 1,100 kids in the school, right? And uh, let's just say two parents apiece. So it's 2,200 
parents should show up right to the school to have the school play. But 10 people show up. 10 people show up out of the 2,200 people possibly that were, were going to show up. And we're like, that was a real success. That school was. play was a success. No. It was. It was an absolute dreaded bomb. No and, one showed and, up. Nobody showed why, up. And this is why you don't understand. What they'll then say is, three weeks ago we had a show, and only six people <laughs> showed up. Right. So, so it's a, 10 people right, showed up. It's right. the success. It's the, it's the success. They, we, will we find, they will find the context needed to make whatever bullshit that they are saying valid. That's what so, they so, do. So stupid. That's what they do. If I had 151 million people watching my YouTube channel that were subscribed and I only got 700,000 people show up, that is not a success. I know people look at that as a success, but that is not a success. But it is. <laughs> but it is. So let's go on to the Netflix with the next story. Less than 1% of Netflix subscribers are playing its games. Now, there's 220 million subscribers of Netflix. Yep. Okay. And there's 1.7 million people are engaging with Netflix games, which is less than 1% of the company. That's, that's a lot of people. Okay. The game has been downloaded a total of 23.3 million times. Although the service includes big titles from the shows such as Stranger Things, they don't appear to be convincing people as the company has also lost 200,000 subscribers during the first quarter in 2022. Uh, as noted by CBS, NBC, CNBC, Netflix appears to have taken a shot in the dark. As the COO, Greg Peters, said last year, the company was uh, many months and really, frankly, years into learning how games can keep customers on the service. Can I, can I just get a raise of hands in chat? How many of you are playing Netflix games? How many of you tried? Are you part of this less than 1% of trying that's, that's, one of the Netflix games? That's a lot of people. Games? I don't know what you're talking about. That's a lot of people. That's, that's, that's terrible. That, that's a lot of people. I don't know. I, but see, you, you keep saying it's terrible. Less than 1% it's a, is it's terrible. A, it's a million. No, it's a million people playing Netflix people. games. To Netflix, that's astounding. To you, <laughs> a percentage of a number that you're being given, you're thinking that that is bad. They don't care about that number. They care about how many people are actually playing. As a matter of fact, I guarantee there'll be a promotion soon because so many people are playing Netflix. Join 1.7 million players. Yes. And Stranger Things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. what we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it will say. Bacon said, prior to seeing this article, I had no idea it was even a thing. <laughs> right. Like, it, it works. I'll tell you what, it works both ways, right? If I tell you that. There is a disease out there, and I say its mortality rate is 1%, right? And it's only in Cuba. The number's small, okay? But if I say it's worldwide, 1% of a big number is a huge number, right. even though it's only 1%, right? It's a catastrophe. It's a pandemic. It's, a con it's, it's biblical. So Netflix, with all those people handing over money for some reason to watch TV. 1% <laughs> of those guys actually downloaded a Netflix game, which I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know what a Netflix game is. I can only imagine that Stranger Things. That, that, yeah. that Netflix game, a Netflix game is probably similar to what those 52 or 64 games on one cartridge was back in the day on the Nintendo. Remember those? Yeah. Remember how awesome those games were? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, in, Netflix game. So for so for Netflix, this is amazing you for know, them. 
This is a victory. You know what? You know what stat I would love to see? Somebody, somebody got promoted I and a bonus. I would love to see how many people played the snake game on their cell phone back in the day. I guarantee you it's way more than 1.7 million. And, and no one owned that game. That came standard with your Nokia phone or whatever it was, right? You just play that little snake game. That's all you played on your, on your, on your, on your phone. I, I guarantee you that was well more received than anything else. Uh, so Netflix, doing great things, doing great things. Uh, the next story I want to talk about, since it, we're an hour already into the show, we'll talk about the big story. Xbox alleged uh, says Sony is paying developers, okay, paying developers to keep their games off of Game Pass. Okay, <laughs> so Microsoft claims that Sony may be playing game, paying game devs to refuse to add their games to Xbox Game Pass, firing back against acquisition uh, acquisitions. Okay, so as Microsoft acquisitions of Activision Blizzard are nearing its completion, the company is obligated to convince. A variety of worldwide governments that Xbox taking over Candy Crush, Diablo, and Call of Duty is not, in fact, an example of antitrust behavior. The latest example of Microsoft making a curious, a surprisingly striking commentary on the state of the industry comes from a submission of Brazilian Administrative Council for Economic Defense, okay, justifying that Xbox acquisition of Activision Blizzard is the documented claims that Sony is participating in blocking titles from launching on Game Pass by paying developers off. Now, Microsoft's letter of to, uh, to Cade uh, doesn't mince words. Sony pays for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass. Claims the document, uh, though portions of it have been redacted for, for confidentiality, the gist of the argument is that Sony may be paying devs specifically not to feature their games on Xbox subscription service. Many consider this uh, the re uh, renewed PS Plus to still inferior to Xbox Game Pass, and Microsoft is suggesting that one of the ways is that Sony is stifling the growth of Xbox by bribing developers to keep them away from it. Now, unsurprisingly, this is just a small part of the ongoing tug-of-war between Microsoft and Sony. As of late, Microsoft has pushed back against Sony's acquisition concerns with the, uh, with the uh, concerted efforts in, to clear the software company is doing everything it can to appear that it's non-threatening and being uh, in the gaming area as possible. At the same time, Sony is attempting to paint this acquisition as anti-competitive behavior, and it's not clear which side of the legislation uh, they may lean for. So what do you think about this, Sarge? As far as, obviously, there's no proof of them paying off people. Well, there's, there's an accusation. Yeah, there's accusations. You can make okay, so, accusations. So, okay, so why, why would there be an accusation? Who, who, who's the accuser on this? Who said this? What's the name of the article? Who, what company did this? Uh, they don't tell you that this is from this is a, a submitted into uh, the government when they they gave it to uh, a Brazilian Administration Council of Economic Defense. All right, so let, let's just call shenanigans right away, but we'll talk about it, right? Let's let's just back it up a little bit. Do you believe that Sony, a company who is at least ten times smaller financially yeah, than like Microsoft, hundred billion okay. to two trillion? Right, is 10 times smaller than Microsoft. You believe, and I don't mean you personally, we'll say they, they believe that Sony is paying developers to not go on Game Pass. Right. Right? So it, maybe, maybe let, let's a say for that's just a huge a, accusation. Let, let's say for just an example, let's say maybe it's true, right? Then Microsoft would just say, hey, we really like you to sell product. So why don't you come on here? And we'll just give you 15% more. Like, I don't, 
I don't understand why that's a story. I believe that that's a story just to kick up some shit in order to, in, in, right, in order for people to get mad about something. Like, that makes no sense at all. Like, zero sense. Zero sense. Now, if the roles were reversed, if you told yeah. me yes. that Microsoft was, was paying developers yes. not to go on Sony, there you might have some skin in the game. I might, I actually believe that. I might actually believe that. Well, right? Because, because, because we all know that Microsoft's business model is service and not games. Right. Whereas Sony is, they're trying to play catch up. Well, I could see that being a possibility. Well, our title of our show today is exclusivity or bribe. Okay. Right. So because, because if I, if I, if I pay you, if I pay you not to go on somebody else's, isn't that really saying it's exclusive? I'm paying, I'm paying you right. to be on mine only. Right. I'm so exclusively it, paying right. you to be on my platform only. That's correct. So right. is it an exclusive? Is 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 it an exclusivity contract or is it a bribe? Well, here here's the thing, right? Xbox is playing a separate game, right? They don't want like if I made a third party game, let's call it uh, Gotham Days, okay, instead of Gotham Nights. I make game Gotham Days, okay? And Sony approaches me and says, uh, I'm going to pay you enough money so you don't have to put it on Game Pass, right? And I'm like, all right, so you want me to be exclusive? And they're like, no, we don't want you to be exclusive on PlayStation. We just don't want you to go on Game Pass. You can still release your game on Xbox, but we just don't want your game to be on Game Pass. You know what I'm saying? Where Microsoft... Wants all games on Game Pass. They want every game potentially to be on Game Pass. They don't want to sell a game on their console. They just want to have their game on their Game Pass because that's what they want to sell. They don't want to sell a $60 game anymore. They don't want to sell a $70 game anymore. They want to sell you the $15 a month. 25 Well, 25 with the family. 25. We'll, we'll, get it. We'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get Go there. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. They want to sell you the $15 Game Pass to stay there every single month so they can make their $450 million every month, which is $5.4 billion a year, okay, doing nothing, okay? So they, they give you your chunk of change up front. They're like, here you go. Go make, a, go make your next game, little boy. Go make your next game, okay? We have your game on. And, and Sony's like, look, we don't, want, we don't care that you're on Xbox. We just don't want you to go to Game Pass, right? So is it plausible that they're asking people or paying people to not go to Game Pass? Sure. Sure, but you're right, Sarge. If this was if this was the opposite and trillion two trillion dollar company says, "Hey, we're paying you not to go on P PlayStation Plus because, because they have the money to burn." Right. Because they have the money they to burn. They could literally sink their whole business model because they have 10 times more money than this this said person. I can't yeah. imagine Sony, I'm not saying they're not doing it, but I'm also saying that they're not doing it to everybody. They have to be picking and choosing what games those are. But right now, all the games that you see are third-party coming out. They're not coming to Game Pass anyway. Right? Like, it's a bad business model. If you have a AAA game coming out and you put it on Game Pass, we've seen it. It doesn't work out for them. It just, listen... The, Hence why the Sony's amount. keeping first party titles close to their chest. Right. You have to. You you have to. But but I but I still think I still think brand loyalty plays a part. I don't think every gamer who owns a console 
owns both consoles. Like maybe the hardcore guys do. Maybe 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 people are like me. Maybe they do have both consoles in the house. Like maybe. But I'm saying in generally generally speaking, I don't think that everybody's got both. Like maybe they have a PC and one of them, but I don't think they have all of them have both. Right. So when you when you say things like this, it's to start, it's basically it's basically to start crap, is basically what it's for. You're, you're, you're trying to you're, you're just trying to start yeah shit. they're just throwing I, they're slinging shit back and forth I, to each other i get it but it, it just seems inappropriate for a a gaming article to come out to say something like that without any kind of any kind of backup at all at all but once again the amount of money that microsoft makes a month is it 400 and what is it 450 million a month if at fifteen dollars, at fifteen dollars, with right. the, with the twenty five thirty million with, people with, with, have, with yeah. the twenty five, so let's yeah. say we call it four fifty. We call it four fifty. It's right in that ballpark, right? Yeah. Am, am, am I wrong? It's, it's between wonder... it's between three hundred and four hundred fifty million dollars a year. All right. So, all right. Well, just for shits and giggles, I'll just Sorry. say four hundred a month. Three hundred to four hundred fifty uh, million a month. I'll, I'll just Sorry. say I'll just say four hundred a month. Four hundred million a month. So my question is this. The most expensive game ever made was GTA Five, was which, which was what almost one hundred and fifty million, two hundred million, two hundred million. Yeah, two hundred. Okay, million. that's the most expensive game ever made. Okay. Well, next so to everything Star else, Citizen. every everything else is below that. Everything else is below that. So Xbox, I'm sorry, Microsoft can buy multiple AAA companies to be on their service in one month. Right. In right? one month, in they one can make month. two Grand Theft Autos. And think about it, that. Grand Theft Auto Five took six years to make, seven years that, to make. The story the at two hundred million dollars. So, if they made four hundred million dollars in just one month, they could fund Rockstar for the next six years twice. Oh, <laughs> just but, but in January. Is, but this is what I'm saying: the the power of the numbers when you're looking at Game Pass allows Microsoft to do whatever they want without any pressure right. of releasing a quality product, okay? This is good for them on all sides. Sure. It's all bad for us. It's all bad. You are paying for a service that has no responsibility of giving you any kind of product. I'm just, I'm putting, they're not even gonna call it a game anymore. They're gonna start calling it entertainment, yeah. right? Because if I call it a game, a game has to be finished. I'm just entertaining you, and how you perceive your entertainment has nothing to do with what I'm providing. Right. Like that's going to be the language we're going to start using. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Right at this point, I don't. I don't understand what we're supposed to do. I. I'm. I guess I'm the only person I'm happy for, is indie devs. Right. That's it. Because they have. They can. They can bust their ass. Go on Game Pass, at least get the exposure of that many people actually seeing their game, get their recoup money back, and try to build something better right. in their garage. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that is the only person benefiting, like, actual benefiting from this. Everyone else in the industry on the consumer side is taking a bath. We're just taking a bath. Hmm. I, and by the way, that story, that story is just, it's, Which it's garbage. Which that, that story is garbage. Which one? The uh, the bribe, the oh. bribe of the exclusive. It's a garbage. The next it's story. A lie. Speaking yeah. of indie, indie uh, publishers, indie publishers plan to keep bringing its games to Xbox Game Pass. One indie game publisher confirms that it has significant numbers of upcoming games planned for Xbox Game Pass in the next twelve months. 
Uh, Xbox Game Pass has gained its success off of diverse range of games added to the library uh, month after month. It's not just AAA games like Xbox-owned first-party titles or Thrive either. Indie games can reach a uh, broad new audience that a traditional release may prevent. Publishers No More uh, no more uh, Robots knows the release, including The Descenders, Not Tonight, uh, Hypos- uh, Hypo... Hypospace, Outlaw, uh, uh, and more. has also found its partnership with Xbox in its liking. The fact that the next 12 months will prove to be more robots' most active Xbox Game Pass. Now, in a series of posts shared on Twitter, no more robots discussed on ongoing relationship with Xbox and plans for Xbox Game Pass looking towards the future. The first post capturing just was uh, how close the relationship it is. No more robots shared a photo of the publisher's team in the UK. Uh, Xbox Phil Spencer. Spencer uh, apparently visited no more robot headquarters in Manchester. Uh, to talk to them, and there's also hints the talk revolved around the future of video games Xbox Game Pass. Uh, as uh, intriguing as the first Twitter post is, the second one of all more promising, No More Robots says that it has a big year ahead of it, and the Xbox Game Pass is going to play a major role in that. Specifically, No More Robots says that the next 12 months is plans to release more than half a dozen games on Xbox Game Pass. So, just the one company, half a dozen games over the next year. Okay, no More Robots also released two games so far in 2022. Those games are Not uh, Not Tonight 2 and Tombstar, uh, Tombstar uh, neither of which are the Xbox Game Pass. Two uh, more games are tentatively planned for 2022. So this, this is the bread and butter. This is the bread and butter for Game Pass right here, right? A lot of us gamers want AAA games. Like, right now, people are like, is this... Legacy's coming? Is, is Hogwarts Legacy coming? Is Gotham Knights coming? Like, they want these games to be on Game Pass. And we read an article last week saying, are there any more big games coming to Game Pass this year? And it doesn't seem like there is. I think there's, like, one bigger game coming out uh, later this year, right? You'll get games like uh, Two Point Campus, Two Point Hospital, right? You'll get these little indie, indie, indie developers. This is not a bad thing to say, like, indie developers are bad. No, this is the bread and butter for for Game Pass, right? The small companies that cost them $20 million, $30 million to make a game, okay, or less. And Phil Spencer, like Santa Claus to them, right? These guys are working on a game, and they're like, hey, uh, what do you think you're going to sell? Well, we thought we were going to sell 300,000 copies or 500,000 copies. Great. We'll pay you for a million copies. We'll pay you for 5 million copies, right? Because right. our data right. shows that uh, 40% of the people that have Game Pass try games out like this. Uh, of RPGs or or puzzle building games or or whatnot, so we'll we'll pay you this money up front, and they're like, okay. So when you look, we don't know the numbers, but this guy already has four games coming out this year. Well, their devs are just pumping out games because the indie developers are like, well, how much can we put this game together for? Oh, we can put this game together for ten million dollars. Well, we just got paid thirty million from from Xbox, so we can we can develop technically like three games, right? Pay someone a good wage. For yep. the year to make that game, and they can make multiple games to keep the revenue coming in, right? Or, or I can take six million dollars and disappear off the project forever. Right. We're looking at you, right? Or I can citizen. take six million dollars and just right. disappear off the project forever, right? Right. Okay. So, this this is the bread and butter for Xbox Game Pass, and this is where they don't care. They're like, yeah, bring all the indie indie developer games, and the, the, it's a win win situation for Xbox here. Because yes. one, they're getting fifteen bucks a month from everybody, ten to fifteen bucks a month from everybody. That's thirty million. They're hoping for a hundred million, you know, at one point oh, sometime. Oh, eventually, right? Eventually, right? Hmm. So, well, because, look, look, it, it's going to be eventually. You want to know why? 
because there won't be any more hardware. If you want to play video games, you have to sign up for the service. That's going to be it. Right. That's well, going to, that is the future. You are not going to have a box in your house. Right. You are going to pay to play video games. Like that's what's going to happen. So here, here's the next story. Analyst makes bold prediction about Xbox Game Pass subscribers. So video game analyst Michael uh, uh, Pachter uh, makes a bold prediction about the future of Xbox Game Pass and subscriber count. Okay. Uh, besides making Xbox Game Pass as easily as accessible as possible, Microsoft has also made it as must-buy for anyone who owns an Xbox console. Right? And I've said it. I've said it, it's, it's the greatest value in gaming right now, right? Especially as a dad with a kid that wants to buy buy game after yes. game and i'm just like ah, eh, just play it off game pass xbox game pass receives new games on a regular basis including brand new day one releases that make it practically pay for itself it seems like the sky is the limit for xbox game pass and one analyst thinks the service will explode in popularity once a major acquisition goes through okay analyst michael packner believes that the combination of microsoft acquiring activision blizzard and cloud making game pass available to anyone with a screen handy will make the service subscribers account grow exponentially this sounds like I wrote the article because I've said that I've said all of these things. This is the reason I'm bringing this up. Speaking to Yahoo Finance, Pactor predicts that the number of Xbox Game Pass subscribers could potentially balloon from roughly 25 million as it is now staggering 100 million, uh, 100 million subscribers. This may seem like an unpotainable number or goal on the surface, but Pactor points out that the potential market for Xbox Game Pass is going to be over 3 billion people after cloud gaming really takes off. I, I, I've been saying this for years anyone with yeah, access to the phone was able to sign up to xbox game pass yeah. and play it through yeah. the xbox cloud gaming service and by completely <laughs> eliminating the need for a console or pc game pass significantly increases the number of potential subscribers however it's unclear exactly when this will happen but cloud gaming is not nearly to the point where it'll be viable alternative to traditional gaming on a console or pc now while Game Pass cloud gaming functionality has earned some praise. It can't quite match up to the playing a game that's downloads in, uh, on one console, and there's definitely needs to be a major improvement to the cloud gaming experience before it will be appealing to the mass audience. But once the technology gets there, it's, it's to see that Xbox Game Pass would be the attractive option. Now, after all, Microsoft acquisition to Activision Blizzard will mean blockbuster franchises like Call of Duty will come to Game Pass as a day one release, with the game's pre uh, presumably be available to play through the cloud. And that it would also just be a game changer for Microsoft needs to take uh, take Game Pass to the next level. But fans will have to wait and see how it all plays out. These are great points by this uh, by this analyst. Uh, I, I don't know if you watched the show, but thanks for pointing out everything that I've pointed out uh, on the show for the last two years, longer than that, when before even Game Pass came out in 2017, we talked about, I said, they're not playing the same game. They're not playing in the same, uh, uh, in the same ballpark as PlayStation anymore. Even with PlayStation doing all of these things that they're doing, they're still, PlayStation's still using the Azura with Microsoft to make their online service, right? They're using Microsoft to help them make their, their, their service that they're making. Okay? They signed the contract like three years ago, okay? Once that dongle gets on the back of every television, and 3.1 billion cell phones can all play Xbox Game Pass through the cloud. Obviously, the cloud's not very good for multiplayer battle royale games. But right. you know what? It's really good for single player games that you play by yourself. And if there's indie developers making little games that are not high-end graphics that are that need to pump out a lot of stuff, that's the sweet spot, baby. That's the sweet spot. Indie games coming to Game Pass, and you can play those anywhere across the board. Right. 
So, yeah. what do you think about this, Sarge? You already, you know everything I have thought about this. We talked about this many, many times. I, I, this this person just happens to put it all together in one article. You probably should archive that article and and keep it at the top of the list inside the inside the news articles because that's between that and that guy we heard last week. What was that? What was that guy's name? Um, that the older guy who did the the rant. What was his What was his site name? Oh, uh, you're talking about. Uh... I can't remember his name. I'm Cat, drawing a Cat, blank. Catot or something like that. Uh, yeah, the guy, the guy who went off on Hollywood. Yeah, the one him. that went off on Hollywood yeah. that I showed yesterday yeah, yeah. on my on my stream. Yeah, yeah. That's that's basically my new Jesus. He's he's my new Jesus. Akuta Papa brings up a good point. He says also, at any time you want to play on PC, you have to buy Microsoft Windows. <laughs> well, you could also you still have to. Well, that's that, but you also can play on different. Well, but yeah, you're right. If you want a PC. You have to have Windows on it unless you're using Linux or or Apple. But same, you still got to pay them fifteen bucks a month to, to 20, access 20, it. Twenty five, twenty five, right? Which is the next story we're we're going to talk about. Which it doesn't actually have a price yet, but Xbox Game Pass family plan could be a game changer. Despite Xbox Game Pass already being very successful, attendance additions to family plans could make the service even more attractive. Okay, despite already being known for the value of its offers, Xbox Game Pass service is set to become even more well-priced in the near future with the introduction of family plan subscriptions that allow several people to fall under the single payment package. I need to know this on this before I continue on with the right now I have one payment, but my son plays on game pass as well, right? I just log into his Xbox. I download the games from game pass, put them on his hard drive. And then that's it, right? He gets to play the games off game pass. Yeah. If they're going to take that away from me, so I have to pay from 15 to whatever this is going to cost, if it's 18, if it's 20, if it's 25, because they don't tell you a price, this is going to suck, okay? Because right now, I I pay just one. I pay 15 bucks. I don't pay 30 for, for both of us to play. I pay I play 10 to 15. Now... I'm gonna have to pay twenty to twenty five or whatever it's going to be, right? So I, I don't, I don't think you're gonna to have to though. I think that it, you, it's your Xbox. You're already playing for Game Pass. Whatever Xbox I put it on is my business. Well, not if they right? change. He, not he, if he they gets just to, he gets to play it regardless. But, but no, but they'll take it away. They they can take that away. Like right now, I could share my Game Pass with you on your Xbox. You could also be on Game Pass right now. You could share your account with someone, right? So there, I, I guarantee you, when this goes through, they'll. They'll, they'll get rid of it 100%. Okay, So originally launching all the way back in 2017, Game Pass service has slowly but surely cultivated a huge array of titles and perks that the fans can enjoy, boasting over 300 titles on Xbox Game Pass, also a separate selection of games on the PC players, already additionally boasting an increasingly popular benefits of cloud gaming. Now, with Xbox Game Pass having over 30 million monthly subscribers in 2021, the sheer level of success that the service has garnered from Microsoft practically speaks for itself. Now, Microsoft has been making the Game Pass service, has been adding popular titles and rosters as it, release, as it releases, which is are known as Day One titles. Other perks on Xbox Game Pass service include memberships to EA Play, Xbox Live Gold, and a slew of in-game benefits to array of Game Pass titles. Despite this high-level pre-existing success, Xbox Game Pass is looking to reach the next level of value, which plans to introduce the family subscription. Next level. Of, let's do that word. Next, next level, level of value. The value of the plans to introduce family subscriptions to the service. <laughs> okay. Now the con Explain it to me, though. Explain, level, to, me, exp explain to me the difference. If, if the person you're sharing the Xbox account with is already in your house, you're already paying for it. What, what, is, what does that mean? Like, 
your your kid leaves for college and you're still paying for it after he goes away like is that what we're talking about because yes. otherwise everybody's in the house that's playing you only need the one well no so what what they're doing right now is if what they're trying to do is i could share with my my son right but other people have like two three two three four kids okay now, i don't know if you have two three four xboxes god bless you if you if you have that many okay doubtful okay but if you have you have you can have up to five players enjoying Game Pass under a single payment now. So for instance, if 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 I had to pay for my son, I would be paying twenty bucks right now for me and him. Okay. Or thirty dollars if it was fifteen so he could play on his PC and his Xbox. So now if they come up with a family plan, this is why I think it's gonna be twenty five, because ten and ten is twenty. Right, so it's gonna be between twenty and twenty-five, and if I get fifteen times two is thirty, that's not a deal. So the deal would be twenty-five, right? So you get more accounts for less money, because if I had to pay for two accounts, I'm paying more than the one that they're trying to offer. I, I, I'm still, I'm not, I'm still not understanding what slot that's under. Like, what group is that? If you have, a, you have people in your house right now, you have, you're paying for Game Pass. Everybody's playing, Mike. Everybody's playing inside your house right now. Right. Well, if you have two Xboxes and you have kids, then, yeah, they're using the other Xbox and they're playing the Xbox games from Game Pass on that console. What I'm saying is when they have this family plan, Sarge, they might take away that access that I have right now to my son. To be able to put the games that you already pay for because you're already paying for it on a different Xbox because I have multiple Xboxes. Correct. I happen to own multiple Xboxes. What does that matter? Correct. They they want so if he logs in underneath his account, he's uh, he's underneath the umbrella of the five users. It seems strange. Uh, listen, we 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 knew from we knew already that they were going to raise the price of Game Pass. This is I think it's just a way to subvert this the subvert actual the, price increase. Yes, yes. Right. This is a way to this is a way to subvert the actual how increase people, in payment. Yes, this is how people would say. That no thirty, they're not raising the price. They're giving a better value. It's the value. Next, it's the next level next of entertainment. Level of value. It's the next level next, of value. Next level, right? They're 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 not raising the price. They're giving us more benefits of the stuff to to raise that price, right? That's that's it, right? Conditioning, as Krebsy says. Uh, okay, Water says. So not only will you, we pay for Game Pass or other cloud based services, you also pay for MMO subscriptions, a la carte. Subscription, streaming service, ISP, et cetera, et cetera. That's correct. Someone brought it up in my chat the other day. Can you imagine if someone, and I said they're kind of doing this already, right? Can you imagine if you just wanted to play MMOs, like on Game Pass, they would have an MMO pass. And if you wanted to play an RPG, they would have an RPG pass, right? And if, if you wanted to play a sports game, you would play the sports pass, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, I was like, well, they're already doing that because all sports games lead to EA. If you want to play all the sports games without buying all of them, you would have to get EA Play, right? If you want to get first-person shooter games or whatnot, you're going to get the Ubisoft pack or the Square Enix package. You know what, I mean? you right. know what I'm saying? Not first-person, but third-person. 10 bucks here, yeah. 15 bucks here, right. 25 here. Like, right. Come on now. That's exactly what's going to happen, right? That's exactly what happened. So those are all the things that are happening here uh, for, for that. So let's, let's go on to the next one. Speaking of EA, okay, EA can't remember what they said last week, so they always contradict themselves when they say something. The next thing is single-player games, really, really important, says EA boss, despite live-service games uh, dominating, okay? Now, this is a little behind because we should have talked put, about this last just, week. Just, 
just put this inner just put this article next to the one they said before. Right. So obviously I just wanna I just wanna bring this up as a reminder that EA is a bunch of hypocrites and a bunch of assholes. Right? Because they they constantly tell you that single player games are not good. No one wants them. No one's paying them. No one likes them. They cost too much. Hence why they took all their single player games, tossed them out the window, made multiplayer battle royale games all across the board, changed battlefield, took the single player out, made a, a BR. But what Jedi Fallen Order came out, and they were like, wait, that's a single player game. Wait a minute. People actually like it. Now, here's the problem. It's a Star Wars title. Now, I know Star Wars is not in the best light right now because they just suck. Disney just sucks everything out of, of Star Wars. But Star Wars is like here. If, if a single-player Star Wars game came out, it's going to get a higher thing than, a, than an original EA single-player game that no one knows about. You see what I'm saying? So they might have they been throwing their hat in the ring before they realized what they had. Now, obviously, Jedi Survivor is coming out, which is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Sarge, about EA now coming back on their word that they said that single-player games are dead and no one wants them, and now all of a sudden they're like, they're really, really important to us? The, the article in question is proof positive that they believe that the gaming consumers are goldfish. Absolute total goldfish. That's exactly what that is. The, to, to actually come out with an article to actually say that after the the I guess the stand that they took, how single player games was not the was not the direction they wanted to go in and and the the world was heading towards multiplayer games only and service games only. Like it's just nonsense. Right? Everybody knows what the end game is. The end game is battle passes, game passes, service. Games of service, right? Right. That's that's the future. No more hardware, no more software. <laughs> you you no discs, no nothing. You just I plug in, I play on my TV. End of story. That's what it is, right? The you have to call them out. Like it, their email box should be full of people telling them to go f themselves. Basically, that's what should be happening right now. All emails going to EA go directly to the guy's name and say go GTFO. Period. Right? Because we know what you're doing. We know what you tried to do. We know what you are doing. Right? Oh, and by the way, congratulations on getting the Madden license again. Right. Well, they got the Madden license. They're they're continuing their they're, they're continuing their thing. Uh, they had an exclusive licensing deal with the NFL. It continues uh, to this day. Now, Madden relationship has even crossed into the sports scene. Uh, this is the next story right here. So EA uh, EA. An NFL renewed licensing deal for Madden. Uh, it, it went over the threshold. Now, they don't tell us. Uh, it says. Uh, it doesn't say what year it goes to, though. Five-year contract. It says earlier today, NFL and EA revealed that they are reached a multi-year agreement and the guarantees that the, co the continuation of Madden NFL Champions Series eSports League and continued partnership will allow M uh, uh, MCS to align itself with NFL's actual football season. eSports Championship... An ultimate Madden NFL 23 Bowl will also take place on the same week as Super Bowl 57. In addition to the tournament, finals include a prize pool of $1 million in addition to another 700000 that will be available throughout the season. As, uh, as it so happens, this announcement comes as Madden 23 release date rapidly approaches. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so it's, it says, uh, loyalty fan base since the uh, started five years ago. I'm assuming we read an article, I think it was 
last year, I think about a year ago, said if it sells good and they, they renew their contract, they get to uh, renew it for an additional five years. So it looks like they came to a deal to another multi-year deal. So obviously we everyone's wants a NFL 2K football game again, which doesn't seem like it's happening because NFL is now signed the deal without a line with EA. Now, funny, on uh, a different article that I read, it's not here on the, on the stream, but EA said that they're working really hard on the next Madden, and they're, they're making a lot of improvements for what they heard the fans. They heard the fans. And I say, fuck you, EA, okay, and Tiburon Studios, because you've been making a piece of shit sports game that barely moved the dial up at all because you didn't have to because you have the acquisition of the NFL licensing, okay? Yes. And now you're making the game better this year because you've been called out year after year after year where there's a fucking house on the field, okay, on the last Madden football, okay? And now just sign a deal, multi-year deal, to make sure you don't have to do anything for the next five, six, seven, eight, ten years. And after this year of Madden, it's just going to go right back to its same old, same old because you're like, Hey, let's make a good Madden this year, just in case the EA's license doesn't go through with NFL. That way, right. we have a good game to show that we could. This is the best game to get. Listen, the NFL really doesn't care. Like, let's be honest, they don't really care. They they just they're just collecting money. They are bringing right? back the NCAA. Just to let you guys know, they are bringing back the NCAA. Who is EA? When? They, when are they bringing back the NCAA? You read about it like last year. They're, they're, I know, but reading about it doesn't really mean it. No, it means exactly what it means. EA is making NCAA football again. They signed a deal last year. Okay. Or earlier this year, whatever it is. Okay. So whatever, whatever pieces fall off the floor of the Madden development cycle, they'll just pack that together for the NCAA exactly. and release the NCAA. Yeah, you mean college Madden. That's right. It's college Madden. Well, well listen, I, we're, we're pretty sure that that the only reason why NFL takes it is just free money for them, right? That's it. EA goes, hey, we want to give you a bunch of money. NFL goes, we don't really give a shit. And they go, no, we want to give you like this large sum of money. And NFL goes, yeah, all right, whatever. Like they don't care. Right. Like what, what is the NFL? What, what do you think the number is? Like, what do you think the licensing is for Madden? Do we know? Is there is there a number somewhere that says what the licensing is that EA pays for Madden every year to get the hands over to the NFL? Like, well, I don't think they care. Apparently, it's a lot less or just about right what they used to pay for FIFA that they don't pay anymore, right? And that was five hundred. That was five hundred thousand or whatever it was. No, it was five five million. That was five million. They asked for twenty five million or some shit like that or ten times. Right, it's not. It it's, it's chump change. Yeah, it's nothing. It's, it's chump change. It's it's what Microsoft right. makes in one I month think... off Game Pass. I think what would be better, honestly, right? And I know, I know this sounds ridiculous, but I would do a GoFundMe just to buy the license before EA gets it, and then do nothing with it. <laughs> like you, we do a we do a we do a gamer GoFundMe. We raise the money to get the licensing from EA, and then we get the license so EA can't make the game, and then we do nothing with it. Right. Well, right. And, and we and then we and then we take the company name and we do a we do a write off. We'll do. We'll attach it to another company that that makes widgets. It's called FU, and, then, and, we'll, and we'll use that as a and we'll use that as a write off of a it's, loss. It's called FU. It's in the game. That's what it's called. FU. It's in the game. Uh, Brain says it's always a test new uh, new modes and the ideas in NCAA. Then it shows up in the following year in Madden. 
New mode, never seen before. That's right. right. Or they take out that, we always we always joke about this. Remember the cone of vision took, or the, the swiping of the running back, or the defensive oh, the, line? The stiff arm, bro. The Remember stiff arm, the stiff arm? Yeah. Oh. Or, the, or that, the, the, the fingertip catches that you could get in the end zone and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, so new. So good. Take it oh, out new. for three years, put it back in. Brand new. Brand new. All right. Next story. Multiverses. Modders are getting hit with a DMCA strike. Now, Warner Brothers game what? issues a DMCA doing to good multiverses work. modders following. <laughs> Clifford uh, says they're doing good work. That's why they're a popular free to play brawler. Okay, so multiverse rapidly rose in fame because of the Warner Brothers, uh, you know, IP stuff being new and approachable free to play experience and surprisingly easy to mod. And it didn't take long before the multiverses became a, uh, a veritable melting pot of fledging modding community. Uh, Warner Brothers Games is, however, throwing a wrench into the works with a recent announcement that plainly states that if you would issue a DMCA strike against videos and any other media that shows off modded multiverse gameplay. Uh-oh, that means we can't show it, Sarge. Okay, so multiverses uh, safe from discovery Warner Brother merges. So let me tell you, let me, let me make it picture in your head. Someone took uh, Wonder Woman and then turned it into Link. You have Link from, uh, from Zelda. You have Optimus Prime as giant robot. Okay. You had uh you had what uh what what's the guy from uh the boys? Uh the bad guy. The what, Homelander. Homeland. Right? You have Homelander as as Superman. Uh who else do they have? They had um Oh, Mario. Mario was in the game. Sonic was in the game. So they've done all these things, right? So now you can't show any of these characters. Uh, in videos or anything, because you know it's it's a copyright infringement or whatnot. Here's what I think is is kind of stupid. Right? This is this is another another thing. Now, obviously, there's there's lots of different areas here that are gray, but I feel like if you're a modder and you're messing around in here, one, the modders are people that are passionate about the games and want to see who else they could bring in and change stuff. They're doing the, they're doing the work by bringing these guys in. Right? They're modding. Uh, and I feel like as long as you're doing this offline and you're not using the characters in against like rank or you're not changing any of the stats, this is not hurting anybody. Okay. It's not hurting the, the business of, of them because people look at this and go, oh my God, that's so cool. And it, 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 it's more promotion for multiverses. Okay. Now, what I do find interesting is that I do think that they're doing DMCA strikes. Because some of the characters that people created might be actually coming to the game. Yes. Okay. But if you're a sing if you're doing this on your own and you're offline and you're messing with it and you're showing some videos of it, I don't see a harm in it. It's not like someone's gonna be like, oh my god. Even if they were making money off of this or whatnot because someone multiverse is like, it's not a big deal. I know the whole business model is to make money off the skins and whatnot. But if it's offline and they're doing it, I don't see a problem. And if it's online, you guys are coming out with thousands and thousands of skins in the next year or two years. This game is going to be very successful as long as they keep bringing cosmetics and different characters in. Rick and Morty's coming in. I said I would love to see Optimus Prime or Decepticons in this game. And someone said to me, not going to happen. But even though Multiverses themselves said, we can bring uh, IPs in this that are not part of WB. So I think it would be much smarter. I actually think Optimus Prime is one of those things that actually is going to come to the game 
and that's why they're doing DMCA's. Now, obviously, Mario and Sonic are probably not because Nintendo doesn't want anything to do with this because that's why no, they're this they is, their own. That's why this is not even on Nintendo. Okay, they don't they don't want this to be on Nintendo because they want people to play Smash, not this. Right. So well, well, they they stole this from Smash, so I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Like they 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 took this from Smash. Of course, Nintendo doesn't want this on their on their platform at all. Right. Right. It it just goes to show you that once once a once a company finds a nice little niche of a game that works, eventually somebody copies it. That's how it goes. Yeah. Well, but 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 to be fair, that's how the industry evolved, right? Because then you try to you try to copy it and then make it better, right? Except nowadays they don't try to make it better; they just do the same thing, right? We don't we don't try to make it better. Like you make Rocket League, I'm making Turbo Golf. Like <laughs> right, I don't right. I don't I don't try right. to make the game better. I'm just making a game because it did well. All I'm saying, if the modders are out there and you happen to take all the Marvel characters and then skin them over what's happening in the WB multiverse, hit me up with a link. I would like to take a look at that. Okay. Um, speaking if of multiverse, put, what's that? If you put Optimus Prime in the game, though, you have to put Megatron. Of course like, you, you do. You, you have to put the opposite guy yeah, in there. If we're going to do good and bad. Or you put Optimus in Bumblebee, and then you put... Soundwave or Starscream and Megatron, right? You got, you got to do it. You got to do oh, it. Oh, Soundwave would be insane. His moves would be launching different cassettes out. Yeah, it'd be amazing. And then at that point, it's not that game anymore. Let's just make a Transformer game. That's right. Out of That's it. right. Just make a Transformers fighting game. Let's, out let's of just make a tr- Transformers exactly. fighting game. Yeah. So Multiverse is so popular right now. Multiverse has uh, seamlessly passed 10 million players. So online platform fighter getting bigger and bigger every day. Uh, it's at 10.2 million. Uh, I'm ranked 1.9 million, so that's not bad. Not bad. Um, I, I like it. I think it's a good game. I think it's a fun game. Uh, Transformers vs. GoBots Dream will come true. That's exactly right. In a modded form only. So Multiverse doing very well uh, with that. Uh, they also... This is also another interesting concept. Oh, sorry. Multiverse battle pass progression could be shared between two players. And I think this is interesting, Sarge. And the reason I'm bringing it up is Ginchi, or Ginchi Impact and now Tower of, a Tower of, what the hell is it called? Fantasy. Fan- Fantasy of Tower. Tower of Fantasy. Jesus. They screwed me over. I already, I already forgot the name. They want people to come back in every day so they can sell you something, right? Multiverses is taking potentially a different approach. This is rumored. Take it with a grain of salt. Oh, hold on a second before we do it. Take it with a grain of salt. Okay. So, multiverse battle pass progression could be shared between two players. Now, this comes from a, uh, a, data, mi- a data miner. And he finds this. He says, I forgot to post this uh, or not ages back, but this exists. He says, find a battle pass partner. You would type in. So if I wanted to play with you, Sarge, uh, you would type in the name. Right. And then this is another one. It says battle pass link request. Conquer the battle pass faster and share the rewards. Both players will contribute the same battle pass and the battle pass of other of the, of the player with the least progress will match the others. Uh, if one player has a premium battle pass, both players will share progression on the battle pass. And then crest rewards and XP for both players are still rewarded. Okay. So, obviously, the reason they would do this, Sarge, my opinion, is that maybe you're not as interested 
in the game, right? But you're my friend because if I buy an Xbox, you're going to buy an Xbox. If I buy a PlayStation, you're going to buy a PlayStation. So if I'm interested in this game and I'm like, hey, bud, why don't you why don't you play this game? What's well, free to play? And you're like, ah, but I, 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 I can't really afford these things. We'll split it. It'll cost you half, only 10 bucks or whatever it is going to be for the, for the battle pass. You're like, all right, cool. So now both of us play. We're getting double XP or 30% more XP because we're playing together all the time anyway. You're not putting a lot of money up to get the battle pass. They're opening it up to double of everybody, right? Because everyone that gets a battle pass can now share their battle pass with somebody. So if there's 10 million people playing, potentially now there could be 20 million people playing with battle pass. Or... Five million, maybe only two million people out of ten million buy the battle pass. But now you can have four million people have a battle pass, and because they're playing together, because they're enjoying the game together, because they see and one person unlocks something, the other person unlocks it, they start to be conditioned, right? They start to get conditioned of, oh, that's just cool. Oh, a new skin just came in for LeBron James. A new skin just came in for Bugs Bunny. Let me let me buy it. And now those people that wouldn't normally it's just a bigger percentage of people that could potentially buy another cosmetic off of this. What do you think? Good? Bad? Doesn't matter? And do you think, obviously, do you think this is going to be, if it works out, this is going to be the standard? I just think it's just a way for them to, to double the ability of people buying skins. Right? That's, that's all it is. A battle pass is just a time-gated uh, activity that opens up certain prizes, right? And so if you have two people on there, then you're more likely to get someone to purchase a skin along the way because you're both playing it, you're both excited about playing That's the whole right. thing behind it. I mean, once again, not for me, this is for kids. So if you got two kids with mom's credit cards and they both get on the battle pass, then it's it's a way for them to increase revenue through skins. That's all that is. Right. That's all that is. So do you, do you think if this works out, for them. Krebsy says this is a bad business decision. Bad business decision. Do you think if this works out, do you see Fortnite and Call of Duty and everyone with a battle pass starts to do the same thing? It They will if the numbers show. That's how it works. If the numbers show that if they offer that, they make more money than everybody copies. That's how it goes. It's just another way of marketing. We see how it goes. We under When you see something like that, you don't you don't look at it and go, oh my god, how awesome and exciting it is. Right. You look at it and go, okay, so it's them marketing for this. They're looking to get this. That's why they're doing it. I, I'm not excited about splitting a battle pass with somebody. No. I don't like battle passes at all. Zero, right. zero battle passes. I don't give a shit because to me, it's just like this. It's just basically this little proverbial carrot that they keep having in front of you. Hey, are you playing on Monday? Look what he got on Monday. Oh, right. look what I got on Tuesday. Oh, you missed out on Tuesday. Oh, we brought it back on Thursday. Why don't you come get it now? Like, I, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's a little different than a battle pass, but I get what you're saying. It's the same, man. It's the same. You, 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 are, you are enticing me to log on yeah. on a daily basis yeah, do your dailies, do your to, collect, to collect awards. And while you're there doing your little homework assignment, we're going to show you something cool, and maybe you'll buy it. That's yeah, if, if you get someone, if you get someone to buy the battle pass, you have them to come back. If you play the battle pass like I play the battle pass, I play casual. I don't give you the money up front, and if I complete the battle pass, and I was, you know, I played your game, then I give you the ten dollars because I already earned all the stuff. 
But if I don't earn all the stuff, I'm not giving you I'm not giving you the money up front. I'm not giving you the money up front because I don't know if I'm going to have time to play because I might play for 10 hours on one day and I might not touch your game again for three weeks. Right. That's just the way I, I, I do it. From that to the next thing, there's three. We, we should we should uh, we should. I got to I got to come up with something for this, Sarge. This is the delay. Right. The delay. I don't know what we do for the delay, but we got the game I was actually interested in this year. Arc Raiders. Arc Raiders. Update to release on Arc Raiders. Not coming out till 2023, Sarge. I don't I don't need to tell you why it's not coming out. It's just not. It's not coming out. Okay. Nightingale. Nightingale early access release delayed. Now the game's not delayed. But if the early access is not is delayed, that means the beta is going to be probably be delayed. And if the beta is going to be delayed, then the uh the actual uh, game is probably going to be delayed. So let me read this one for a second. Nightingale was originally announced for the Game Awards in 2021 for late 2022 release and early access before full release later date. But the statement posted on Twitter on August 11th by the game developer uh, said it confirmed that Nightingale will not be releasing in, at all in 2022. It cited multiple reasons for the delay, but one of the biggest ones was desire to move the game to a new engine before release instead of waiting to the upgrade later. Oh my god, I didn't read this. So they want to change the game engine before it releases. Stay away from this game. Stay away from it. Unless they're using Unreal Engine 4 and then moving to 5. I don't know if that's what they're using. Let's see if we, let's read, continue. Nightingale is a shared world survival crafting game that's being developed by ex-Bioware developers who previously worked on popular franchises like Dragon Age series. This new game will feature a fantasy setting in multiple realms, portals being gateways between different, uh, different areas in Nightingale. Okay, uh, let's see. So Nightingale has been delayed until the first half of 2023. Uh, so according to the tweet, yeah, okay, so they are. So the decision was made to delay early access until 2023 to move the project to Unreal Engine 5. Okay, so they're changing the engine. So Nightingale, now again, alpha, beta, preview, early access, full release and not done, live service game, they're all under the same umbrella to me. Game not finished and testing shit out. And that's basically what this is going to happen. I would be very weary of this game moving forward. And then the third game, Sarge, that's delayed is Marvel Midnight Sun delayed once again, possibly till 2023. Now, Publisher Take-Two says it's coming before the end of the fiscal year that concludes on March 31st, 2023. Midnight Suns has been delayed a second time. It was supposed to come out in May. And then it was supposed to come out in October. And now it got until March, okay, of next year to come out. What do you think this, how, how do you think this looks, Sarge, as a game? They never, they never said the actual date. They just said it comes out in May or March or May of 2022. Then they gave an actual hard date of October of, of 2022, of 25th, October 25th, right? And then... Was it October 25th? I think it was. Okay. And then they delayed again, and now it's coming out before March of 2023. Does this look bad in your eyes, or is this just this is just normal business operation? It it I've been around long enough. We talked about this so many times. There first and foremost, right? I don't want to go on another rant about it. There's no such thing as a delayed game. Right? You know, they know. 
that game when that game is going to be done. They have an idea because the last three or four months of a game cycle is all testing, right? You know when the game is done, right? You know it. You know we're ready. But there's no such thing as ready anymore. It's just what state we can release the game right. that's still practical and we'll patch it along the way, right? So for me, I, I just stop listening. I don't care because when, when you say your game is delayed, all that means is, all right, well, I guess we'll see the game when it's right, when it's done. I mean, I don't, it's not delayed. I, I'm tired of using it. Listen, if, if, if the guy who cries wolf every day, seven times, seven times a day, seven days a week, right? Every every week, forever, bro. This has been going on for for years now. Like, not one game has come out on time. Not one. So, what are we talking about, right? If anybody says that the game is coming out, I don't listen to you anymore. I don't care, right? I don't care. The the problem I see here, a company says we're coming out early this year, and then it gets delayed, and then they give a second date. I'm like, all right, well, maybe they had a couple of bugs, and they're like, okay, we're gonna fix it, and then this is the date. But then they delayed again, okay? And I know people will defend this because, one, it's a Marvel game. And, two, they, people always defend, well, I'd rather have a late game than uh, an un- – I'd rather have a late game and finish than an un-game and unfinished, whatever, right? right All games about- now <laughs> come out unfinished. Now, hold right, on. Before you interrupt second. me, hold on. Okay? So this second time now being delayed, this is not a live service game. This is their words. Not a live service game. So this, to me, delaying the game for a second time means there's some fundamentally wrong with the game. If it's the story, something's broke, do they have enough time to fix it? Or now you have this this clock because now you said, well, it's coming out this year, but we have until March 2023. Well, if it doesn't come out or it gets delayed one more time, you've now killed all hype from this game, right? The hype that was here, you've killed all hype from it because now I don't even know if your game's going to come out finished, let alone just release. If every game is delayed, then there are no release dates. Do you understand the logic? Yeah. They know when when the game's finished. If every game we've ever heard over the last five years has never come out on time, then there's no such thing as a delayed game because the game was never going to come out at that time. It was never coming out that time. So if it was never going to come out at that time, then that is not a delay. That's not a delay. If you knew that game wasn't going to come out and they know, they know that game's not coming out, then it's not called a delay. You can say whatever you want. This this cycle of language problem that we're having in in the industry is mind-numbing. I just think that the, the big the big one is cyberpunk cyberpunk said they told people for years we'll tell you when it's ready and then he released it and it wasn't ready so now everyone's like uh no delay okay right i'm okay if they delay the game like release the game make a game sell a game it doesn't don't, matter but they don't do that anymore they don't do it that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter when, when a game comes out at this point, even if the game came out, let's say the game was coming out, hard date, coming out I, February February 22nd. When that game hits the shelf on February 22nd, anybody with half a brain isn't going to touch it. I, like, you wouldn't touch it. I, I said this for Gollum, right? Was it last week or two weeks ago? 
I said the reason I think they're delaying that game is because of the hoopla that's going around the rings of power right now, okay? Potentially with this game, Midnight Suns. Now, Krebsy says the doubt this is the, uh, is the reason 0% chance, but what if they're delaying waiting for a Marvel announcement of Midnight Suns MCU project? I was thinking, Krebsy, along the lines of Marvel right now is not the best place, right? There was a lot of trash talking around Thor, Love, and Thunder. There's a lot of trash talking around She-Hulk. There's a lot of people that are disappointed in the Black Panther with T'Challa, with, with Chadwick Boseman. There's a lot of talk going around. So I wonder, because, and I, I'm, I'm speculative here, right? Because all the shit that Marvel Avengers game came out, and then Guardians of the Galaxy game came out, these are all brand name Marvel stuff. And yes, this is a publisher and a developer that made this game, but Marvel's still attached to it. I wonder if Marvel made the call and said, delay this game because one, pre-order sales are not very good. Two, right now is not a good time to release because of all the stuff that's happening with other Marvel uh, IPs that's going on. So maybe Marvel picked up the phone and said, let's hold back to the first half of, let's see what happens after Black Panther comes out in November she-Hulk is done in, in, in August and November, you know, September, October, November. I don't know. Do you think, Sarge, I have anything here? Or do you think this is it's a long shot? Well, I mean, obviously there'll be no way to you're, prove you're, it. You're, well, your your budget is your budget, right? You, they figure out the budget for the product, whether it's going to be over or under. And now time nowadays, you know, it's going to be over. They realize how long they can wait before they need to put that on the books in order to show revenue from the product, in order to appease shareholders. So they can delay to a certain point, but then after that, they have to they have to release product because it has to be during that fiscal year because all the investments that they have are based on that fiscal year because right. they gave dates to people, right? The one I always think back on, and I think back now on it fondly, that it was a gamble and it just happened to work, is that e that e that e three that we watched where where uh, Todd Howard came out and said Fallout Four out November boom and then walked off the yeah. stage? It was like four months, five months. Out. Right, right. Which means they had four or five months to continue testing it, and then they released it out. Now, now we all know it was glitchy. We all know Bethesda's games are glitchy. Like it barely. Let's put it this way. Now that we know, it barely held on, but it worked. But that's what he did. We're done. Here it is. Like that's how it goes. Right, if your if your game is done, right. As far as I'm concerned, the release date should be given while you're in testing. Right, like we're done, we're testing it, final testing, and now we can give a date. It'll be out the next four months, five months, whatever. We're good. Game's done. Prebsy, <clears throat> do we have a date on when the Spider-Man Two game comes out? Is there any rumors of the date? Because that wouldn't actually be a bad thing if they release Spider-Man Two first and then release this afterwards. Because the hype of Spider-Man and Marvel himself, they'd be like, oh, that's a good game. And then people would look at that. Because look at what happened to Marvel's Avengers. Marvel's Avengers came out before Guardians of the Galaxy. And Guardians of the Galaxy didn't get a fair shake because of what happened to Marvel's Avengers. They went, well, that's a bad game. So maybe this is a bad game, right? So there's also that reverse psychology of, well, this Marvel game did really good. So maybe this is going to be a good Marvel game, right? I don't know. What do you guys think in the comment section down below? Let me know in your thoughts live in chat and also in the comments if you're watching this after the fact. The last story we're going to talk about is 
Grand Theft Auto 6 will set creative bars for all entertainment, declares publisher. Okay. Now, me and Sarge have said that you always have to raise the bar. I said, can't make six worse than five. You got to raise the bar. You have to have more protagonists. You have to have whatever they're going to do. So let's read here. Um, it says, the next GTA was announced in February when Rockstar said the development is unnamed game, which we're calling GTA 6 for now, well underway. Rockstar parent Take-Two said exactly the same thing today. Development is still well underway and added that the game is going to be a really good, it's going to be really good too. Now, quote, with development in the next entry of the Grand Theft Auto series well underway, Rockstar Games team determined that once again, set of creative benchmark for the series, our industry, and for all of entertainment, just as the label has done with every one uh, other frontier, uh, frontline releases. Now said take to Strauss Zelnick during the, today's financial update. Back in February, Rockstar said that the goal for GTA 6 was significantly moved beyond the previous achievement. Take-Two's com uh, comment about setting creative benchmarks is a little bolder. At first, I thought, well, yeah, GTA games is obviously a significant culture event. Uh, but the more I considered it, the more I wondered what creative benchmarks was. And GTA had really ever set any of all entertainment. It also set creative benchmarks for doing a Guy Ritchie uh, thing as an open-world video game for sure. He says, it's probably not worth uh, overanalyzing, but all it was that said, I'm afraid to merge comments about perhaps just the way uh, the questions and settle things down following the recent Bloomberg report. Now, GTA 6 namely will include a female protagonist and take place in a fictional Miami rock star, hasn't confirmed or denied the accurate of the report. Uh, Bloomberg also said that GTA 6 scope had be uh, reeled in at some point, but it's also an update with the new missions and cities on a regular basis. After release, it may move back towards a pre-reeling -re -re in scale, even at launch, though the publication says that GTA 6 will include more interior locations than any previous GTA. So let's talk about this, Sarge. Where, what does GTA have to do? Raise the bar. Like, think about what was in GTA 5. And I'll name some things they have to raise the bar about. I I'm, I'm terrified to name anything. I'll be honest with you. Right? The, the amount of things that they had done at the time when they did it did raise the bar but knowing what's happening right now in the gaming industry you know you would have to think of something along the lines of like a cinematic fighting sequence you know instead of just being in the open world it maybe it goes into a cinematic fighting sequence when you fight somebody like a, like a main character um i mean what else what else could they do bigger map like, you 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 you've driven you've driven everything, right? You've driven every type of vehicle known to man inside a GTA game, right? Uh, if we're talking about innovation, yeah, just the innovation uh, I, I would I would I would like to see like you flying from one city to the other without a cutscene. Yeah, uh, I would like to see maybe customizing of weapons, like you actually can make your weapons. Uh, how about how about making your own cars? How about pieces of the cars and you actually make your own car as opposed to just finding cars uh how about chop shops like an actual chop shop how about like you get a car and you actually chop the car up and sell the pieces that kind of thing like right. i don't i won't say like that's i won't say it's innovative it's just something new it's a little bit different well, just raise very the... <clears throat> very hard raising the bar in this game very difficult I, I got a whole bunch of stuff for 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 protagonists just because it's one more than that doesn't mean you're raising a bar uh a more intuitive lighting system for day-night cycle, um, a more a, a more crisper 
resolution color palette would be raising the bar. Um, uh, lighting effects off of glass buildings could be raising the bar, like graphically. Um, water, water can be done differently. Have you have waves crashing up on the beach? If we're going to be in in Miami, I would think the water resolution would would be incredible looking. Uh, some kind of wave mechanic. You could actually surf or something like that would raise the bar graphically. Like there's there's a lot of things, but at the same time, it, it, that's a lot, man. It's a lot. I I I think the article and and I I've said this the article says this as well. I think that the, when the game comes out, it'll be less of a map, but it'll be bigger over time. Sort of like uh, you know, No Man's Sky has done or hey, uh, de uh, developing buildings. Yeah. So this. <clears throat> so I think. Raising the bar would be four protagonists. I don't want to say four, but more protagonists than the three that we had, right? More cars. So if there's like 60 cars in the game, they're going to put like 80 different cars in the game. Uh, if there's uh, just more vehicles, just so if there's six planes, there's going to be 12 planes, right? They're just going to raise more stuff, put more stuff that's in not there. Bad, but that's not raising a it, bar. It, it is raising the bar. because it's it putting, is not. It is because they're putting more stuff in the game than the last game did, okay? Story, longer. Graphics, better. Read your, read your title. It says, we'll, we'll, we'll set creative bars for all entertainment. Yes, yes. Hold on a second. I'm getting there. Okay, the putting more stuff in the game makes it oh my god bigger maps right more maps where you're putting uh uh Liberty City and Vice City and San Andreas you're you're making it bigger you're making it more involved GTA World yes okay so as far as the entertainment thing they're talking they have to put more stuff in this game and make it m better and more badass than it was before because they just sold 170 million copies. This is averaging 20 million copies a year for the entire lifespan of what it has. Okay, which is insane. Okay, so every every new group, every new group of people gets it. Yeah. So for all of entertainment, the creative bars they have to set is they have to put so much stuff in this game, live service, okay, role playing. The role playing that people do on Twitch and whatnot, they're gonna integrate that inside of the actual game itself. Okay, that's a good one, Krebsy. What, what AI remember say? AI remembers you. Oh, that'd be fantastic, right? The 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 visuals. Okay, VR. Okay, you gotta put VR into this and make it work really well with Grand Theft Auto. That right there would sell VR headsets. Okay, Grand Theft Auto Six VR would be hands down. People would go out and buy. Right. Selling creative bars for all entertainment, okay? It's got to sell more than what this one has sold. And this one has sold 170 million copies, okay? The only one, the only game to sell more than this is Minecraft, okay? I would like, I would like to see a, a part in the game where when you get busted by the cops, instead of just skipping to get back to the save point, that you actually go to jail and you have to actually spend the day or a couple days right. in jail and you get to talk to guys in the jail and then they become part of the gang later on because you find out that's how you get like better jobs. Like you find out what other guys are there in for and then you go look for them afterwards. I like, I, I, like, I, like, like, like Jason said, like you make up your own gang. You know right. what I mean? I, I truly believe that Grand Theft Auto 6 has come out 
It'll be a good game. But the Grand Theft Auto online aspect, if, it, if they're just moving five to six, or if, if it's six is brand new, that's going to be a live service constantly expanding. Like, you want to talk about the meta that Facebook is trying to do, okay? This potentially Grand Theft Auto 6 could be a meta, could be a virtual Ready Player One inside the world of Grand Theft Auto, right? You go to Liberty City, you go to Vice City, you go to San Andreas. They keep adding new new areas that are not in single-player games, right? They're just expanding the game. Now the UK's in it. Right, they, they just keep adding more land masses. They're to gonna, the they're gonna, they're gonna beat, they're gonna beat Ubisoft to the punch. Come on, Rune. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. They have to top themselves. How do you top? How do you top something well, like this? You said well, last you, week it's impossible to keep going up like this. Well, you top it. The only way you top it is that once you release the game, the game is ever expandable from that point on. Like the, it's, a, it's an open world of GTA, and other, other cities are added to it. The game never turns off. It's just on all the time. You're just in GTA world. Right. That's how you top it. Like right, you're Krenzy. in on it all the time. Right. Imagine that they did the exact same thing like Fortnite's doing with the live concerts and different things like that. Come on. Right. Right. So, right. So like, like what what if what if the concert that was happening in Miami in in real life is in the GTA game? It's happening in Miami. It happened in my and, and that night. Yeah. In the game. Right? Well, we that's, got, that's how you that's how you top it. Yeah, we got a lot of the stories out. The only story I missed, I'm going to tell you right now, it's uh, it's not missed because we're going to talk. We're going to talk about it. So we missed no stories. Are you ready? Amazon Prime is matching Best Buy's uh, ad right now. Right. Right now, Best Buy is doing 10 games in 10 days for $10 promotion. OK, 10 games. 10, day, 10 games, 10 days for $10, all right? So every day, Best Buy starts its 10 games for $10, 10 days for $10 promotion. Amazon said, fuck you, Best Buy. We're going to match price. So whatever game you come out with on Best Buy and whatever game it is for 10 bucks, Amazon will match it. So you can buy whatever Best Buy comes out with every single day for the next 10 days. Amazon will match that, and you can get it. Uh, but Amazon's just being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's just being a dick. So Call of Duty Vanguard kicked off Best Buy's 10 games, 10, 10 games, 10 days, $10 promotion. And Amazon already bored up with the same $10 price for the second game. Uh, Neo 2, with today's Amazon gaming deal, price matching Best Buy's promotion and may continue to uh, uh, mimic them remaining eight titles that are coming out. So right now, if you guys don't go to Best Buy, and you're like, you know what? I'm not leaving my house. I'm going to I'm just going to buy it from Amazon. There you go. That. Yeah, but what? But what games are ten bucks right now? Call of Duty Vanguard and oh, no, and, and Neo Two. But what, why can't you just let Best Buy empty out some other inventory? Why does Amazon have to be a dick about it? Yeah, they, they are. They're just being a dick. Right. So it's in the bargain bin games. That's right. You may. So that'll do it. That is episode three twenty one. Is in the can. We do appreciate you very much for coming out and hanging out with us as we do. Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern for Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week and we along the way. If you like what you see here or what we do, if you're entertained in any way, shape, or form, please make sure you share, like, subscribe. As always, we do appreciate you coming out for these live shows. You can always watch these after the fact over here 
on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming. You can also listen to us over on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anchor.fm. Also, anywhere else where you listen to your podcast, you can also go to Spotify and watch us on Spotify, uh, either uh, here or uh, uh, visual or audio on the, on Spotify as well. So we do appreciate you very much for coming out. We do not have shows for the remainder of the week. No shows on Friday. Uh, there is no podcast tomorrow, I don't believe, for the uh, for the um, uh, Reforge Roundtable. I think Lono's still on vacation. Uh, so there's no podcast for tomorrow for that. Uh, so we'll see you guys uh, on Monday, Monday morning at 10 o'clock a.m. for the Daily Grind. Do appreciate it very much. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Game on, guys. Two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the